everyone in the production is real except for one person who is a Muppet. It's James <laughs> Madison. <laughs> except that's how he actually died. He became a Muppet? Like they just walked in one day and it was James Madison and then they walked in like an hour later and it was just Muppet James Madison. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh. Uh, Wait, does this James Madison have legs? Or is he only like a top puppet? You know, where it's like oh, the torso no. up with arms? No, he's like full James Madison. He's just a puppet now. Oh my God. They're Wait, like, is, is he being puppeteered or is he like a living, <laughs> breathing puppet? Who's, who's that guy behind the bed? He just takes off running. Oh shit! Does he? Have- it's one of his countless. Where did whores. James Madison go? <sighs> do we, do we bury the puppet? What do we do? It seems respectful. <laughs> I mean, we don't have the body. I mean, we got a puppet. We need to track down the puppeteer. Um, <laughs> that guy. We need answers. He, he definitely knew something. That's the next season of Bridgerton. It's going to be in America <laughs> with James Madison tracking down the last person to see normal james madison alive <laughs> and the first person ever to see puppet james madison oh my god the puppeteer victor we are so off track it's fun isn't it yeah it's great i love just being on this imagination station engine with you nobody is conducting nobody is at the helm Mm-mm. it's just a chaotic train <laughs> floating through space the conductor got replaced by a puppet as well <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about puppets in this episode. I don't know how and why we started recording this, but I we lo- did. I love the idea of people just being like, they're alive, and yeah. then a second later, they're a puppet, uh-huh. and they have a puppeteer, but no one can ever catch the puppeteer. Ooh. It's very ominous. That's kind of scary, honestly. It's like the rapture, but it's just simultaneously people becoming puppets. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, no that would be so chaotic. Can you imagine somebody's like driving a train or I don't know, trains are on my mind, I guess, a bus or like a semi truck yeah. and then they become a puppet and um Surprise what if the puppet. puppeteer doesn't know how to do the job of the person that was <laughs> turned into a puppet? Here's the problem. Puppeteer great at puppeting, not a good surgeon? Surgeon. Not a good <laughs> pilot. Rocket man. I don't know. <laughs> Billy Joel? I don't know. Oh, he can't sing. I couldn't think of the person who... What's the name uh, of the person? We'll start in a second. I'm a rocket man. What's the name of the person that drives a spaceship? An astronaut, dear. <laughs> <laughs> How's that one brain cell doing? Oh, is it starting to grow almost, or is it withering? I'm still waiting on that boy. I love you dearly, but oof. I just want people to know that we are currently recording just like across the room from each other. He's in a wheelie chair. I'm literally <laughs> sitting on a bed. Yeah, it's a wheelie chair. It's a wheelchair, but it's only stuck in the wheelie position. Oh, so that's leaning, sick. It's fucking it's rad. It's precarious. <laughs> it's got flames just stickered to the side. Your sister painted it on with nail polish. <laughs> oh, yeah. But and either then, way. And then one of your friends like shoved a sticky note on the back that says, kick me. Oh. Yeah, classic. Oh, they got my ass. They really did. All right, Victor, should we get on task today? Please? We probably should. All right. Well... The year 2008. The man, Victor V. Sweet. Twilight comes out to an absolute non-reaction by myself. 
I honestly, I don't know. I just, I just did not have a feeling towards the movie whatsoever, towards the books whatsoever. I knew that it was popular with girls and 47-year-old white women who wanted to have sex with teenage boys for some reason. Like, apparently it's fine, you know, he's a teenager, yeah, but he's also a werewolf, which means I definitely want to get that D. Correction, vampire. But I, I, I guess also technically they werewolf. Also wanted, they they did also want, wanted a werewolf. They wanted I mean, tag. if we're being even more technical, Edward is much older than these 47-year-old women. Yeah. But still, he looks like a 17-year-old, even though he oh, doesn't. Oh, yeah. But either way, that was very weird. Mm-hmm. Why was that okay? Don't worry about it. But no one I knew really cared about it. I wasn't one of those losers who, you know, was anti-Twilight or anything. You know, those people mm-hmm. were like, oh, I hate Justin Bieber why dog you're like a 16 year old in high school what do you care about him i was not anti-twilight it just you know i just didn't care it would have been about my senior year you know so i was more into the idea of partying failing my first class and uh trying and also failing to uh get the suck you know i think that one brain cell could have really helped you out Uh, during that time one day one day he'll come in. One day. Yeah, but you know, I was trying to get the suck. Didn't really work out. Unlike the people in this movie, who quite a few of them got, the <laughs> got them to suck. <laughs> but for the complete opposite experience, let me throw it over to a uh, a self-proclaimed twihard. Good lord. Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> you know. DJ Vavitch. <laughs> yeah, like Victor said, it's pretty much polar opposite. We're talking about Twilight because of me. Uh, there's no if ands or buts about it. For context on my experience, I was freshly 13 and um, extremely susceptible to any young adult garbage. Like if you could throw it into a spine and there was any sexual tension, I was probably consuming that media just because, you know, that's what you do when you're 13. I also at the time fell in love for the first time, apparently, or so I thought. Um, so that was something. I was actively repressing my sexuality and simultaneously exploring it. Them vampires. Oof, the, the sparkle. The sparkle. Mm. Yeah. I was loving that. The way jazz. he negs her. Mmm. Mm. Neg on me, daddy. <laughs> Being Mormon at the time did not help any of these like forbidden love fantasies that I was feeding myself. Because uh, that was just like, oh, the forbidden fruit. Let me. Mm-hmm. It's the best. I love it. Need it thought i needed it didn't need it woof but anyway i was also figuring out that my baseline emotion uh seemed to be the big sad i spent most of my time wishing that i was about 15 pounds skinnier so it was like during the height of the scene girl phase so um wanted to look like that constantly mm. Mm. thank you for the can i get another mm. Mm. thank you i mean i agree there's a reason i wanted to look like that good lord but i could never get my hair to do that poofy thing with the the bang the single eye showing uh couldn't do that uh, because i wear glasses so definitely need both eyes at maximum power and uh i was on yahoo messenger and saying shit like uh roar means i love you and dinosaur (laughs) with like the emoticons and just oh god yeah terrible Twilight was the perfect storm of useless and unhealthy pining over someone who is completely wrong for you. And I absolutely loved it. It was great. Uh, <laughs> wow. Take me back. What a like, setup. never put me there ever, ever again, you know? You don't want to go back? Oh. You don't want to go to Forks? I hang mean, out in the if rain? I could just not be me during that, like, chunk of time, <laughs> I'd take that probably. People just getting sucked. Isn't that what we all wanted? All we want is to get get the suck that's the through line yeah 
for everyone. That's something everyone who is listening can relate to. That's in the collective unconscious. Wanting right to there. give or receive the suck. Mm-hmm. Let's get one big, triumphant welcome to the first ever episode of the Show Dependent Podcast. It's the podcast that exposes our codependent tendencies with the things that we love, how they shaped us into who we are today, and whether or not that relationship has changed. If it wasn't obvious, we are starting our first podcast episode strong as we dive into the Twilight Saga. Naturally, we would start with the first film, and DJ did a little bit of the book. So with that, DJ, how are you doing? How are you feeling going back, diving back into your youth? What are you feeling right now? Oh, God. Um, well, re- <laughs> <laughs> revisiting oh, this was um, low-key traumatic, yeah. but in a fun way. It's like when you look back in the yearbook and you're like, holy hell, why did I think this was cool? Oh, the bone-shaking cringe of just like, I was so shitty. As you said, I listened to the audiobook. Ain't nobody got time to read. Um, but mm-hmm. I listened to the audiobook of Twilight again, and there was a moment where I was just like disassociating. And I don't know if it's because of the writing or because I was just like, woof. I remember this too clearly. Just missed it. Maybe. Maybe this is <laughs> maybe this is why my mental health has been taken in those days. <laughs> I just need more Twilight in my the life. The Twilight effect. Yeah, the Twilight effect. Other than that, I guess it was... It was an overall good experience. Today I'm feeling a whole wave of emotions. So we'll Ooh. see how I go. Feeling chipper? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Never chipper. Okay. I know you are because you're I'm feeling all right, Sagittarius. You know? So that's like you your got a little Sag. Got a little Sag going. You, uh, not to be crass. Yeah. You massaged my, my oh. buttocks. Oh, yeah. I got in there. Which mm-hmm. I had never felt before. Yeah. I did not know that I held so much tension. So much tension is in your ass. It's insane. <laughs> Well, you're constantly saying my ass hurts. Oh, uh, well, ass why is do you bleeding. think I say it? So, um, makes sense. But other than that, you're feeling yeah, so looser feeling pretty, now, right? Feeling pretty loose. Feeling pretty I'm loose. Pretty ready to Loosened talk about this. Oh. Just the cheeks, though. Just damn cheeks. cheeks. Yeah. I'm feeling ready, though. Good. All right. Well, let's hop in. Well, let's hop in because, hey, you heard a bit of our relationships with Twilight when we were younger. But now, you know, let's give a quick recap of the film. If you're listening to this, you're either a fan of Twilight. Mm hmm. Or just really interested to see a budding new podcast. Yeah, and maybe you're fans of us in in real life. Yeah. IRL. Like the two people. Oh, yeah. We've got like three friends. Ooh. But those people tend to really like us. Hey, every now and then I get like two to three likes on Twitter. So. Oh, my God. That one's a banger. You really... If it gets three, oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm taking off. Simon Cowell about to call me. He's going to recruit me into a boy band Simon for Cowell some hasn't reason. Been relevant for like 15 years. <laughs> Would you cut it out, all right? You are aging yourself. I am 30 years old and I'm feeling <laughs> feeling every bit of it with my back just hurting. <laughs> but either way, good Lord. Let's go into the recap. It opens up with Bella talking about dying. She wants to die in place of someone she loves. There's a, an absolutely terrible POV of a shaky cam chasing after a deer and an even worse slow-mo of a person grabbing said deer i don't know how it got worse but it was it got away it's truly bad we cut to bella who's moving from phoenix her mom and uh her mom's new bf are going on a road trip it definitely looks like it was filmed on a handheld camera you know almost like found footage like i expected there to be some some ghosts like a blair witch moment yeah you know someone just being weird she moves to washington forks to be exact that has 
3,120 people in it. But now 3,121. Yeah, it did the whole thing where it clicks up when they enter. Favorite. That's too high tech for forks. You're right. Yeah. It's too rainy. It would short circuit. Either way, her dad, his name is Charlie. He is a cop. So so we got to say a cab right there. Uh, the DVD is not helping the quality of this movie at all. It's looking a little grainy again, looking very found footage. For Apparently, they have one bathroom in this like two-story house, which was baffling to me. I don't know what the deal was there. A man named... The, the, the bathroom downstairs was renovated into a gun room. Oh, yeah. That's in the books. Just just read the whole really? book. Yeah. D- no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Literally believe me. Oh, my God. Uh, no, I mean, I can believe it. He a cop. No, no, no. All right, well. I got you, though. You did. It means you should, I probably you should, got someone else. You should have so. just said yes. Gotcha. A man who's called Billy Black shows up, and a young, long-haired Taylor Lautner is with him. Apparently, Bella and Taylor knew each other when they were younger. You're just going to call him... He's Taylor, Taylor Lautner. Lautner. Yes, okay. that is who he it is. He has no character name. No, All no, right. no. He's Taylor Lautner as himself. <laughs> this is a documentary about Taylor Lautner. It just takes a long time to loop back to him. He had a wild life. <laughs> Bella gets a truck. It's like an old rusty pickup truck. She immediately opens the driver's side door and hits Taylor Lautner with it, which was genuinely funny. Like I, I laughed out loud. A nice hearty laugh. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I'm 100% convinced that that was not scripted, and they just did it, and they were like, oh, it's pretty funny, and I, and we'll get to it, but I kind of feel like every funny moment in this movie was, just was an unscripted, and the director was like, leave it in, we got like 40 minutes of footage, we, oh, need, we need stuff. That may be the case, I don't know. Yeah, Bella's coming into school in March, that's real rough, she sucks at volleyball, she hits a dude whose eyes are too far apart on his face with a volleyball. That's Mike Newton, right? <laughs> yeah. Guy not, with eyes too far. Wrong. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't ignore it. Chameleon man. We meet Bella's other friends whose names are not needed. The only notable person is Jessica, who is Anna Kendrick of uh, that singing movie fame. You could tell that... You really care about that. Yeah, I really care about Anna Kendrick because I don't know the name of the movie. Then the Colons show up, and good lord are they in all white. Not only that, but there is a man who we later come to know by the name of Jasper. Just coming in, looking like he just freshly dumped in his pants. (laughs) And he feels like everyone knows it, because he's looking around... nervous (laughs) nervous <laughs> this man knows i'm gonna have He's to sit down the equivalent of just like the fucking shaky chihuahua yeah <laughs> he he knows he has to sit down and he can't hide it like he can't not sit down it would be weird for him to not sit down <laughs> and he's wearing all white they're all white <laughs> but anyways oh guess who's not wearing all white Edward. 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 He oh is gorgeous. Really? All the women are like, mmm. That red lipstick really did it. For Anna you, Kendrick's honey. like, oh, my lord. Mm-hmm. We cut to bio. As soon as Bella walks in, Edward makes the stink face. He's like, oh. Mm-hmm. And bio is short for biology for those of you who's like. Across the pond. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we have British listeners right now. Already. Wow. You don't know. We jump cut to uh, Bella walking in in the office, and Edward is like trying to change classes. The lady in the office says you can't change classes. I don't know who the hell you think you are, but that ain't happening. He says, never mind. I'll endure it. Super loud. 
so Bella can hear it. Yeah. Can we get the counter up? Dick move number one by Edward. But to Bella's credit, she looks for Edward to confront him, but he doesn't show up. We see a dude who gets sucked by three vampires. Jealous. Fair. Edward is back. He apologizes and introduces himself. They have a bit of banter. You gotta say it with the British accent or it doesn't count. I have a bit of banter. There you go. And Edward questions Bella's intellect by asking if he can confirm if, in fact, that is mitosis on the slide. That's dick move number two for Edward. He's racking him up We love a mansplainer. It's great. Mm, That's Edward. That's really attractive. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Edward gets asked a question, then he just walks off. (laughs) So dick move number three, back to back. Just brah, brah. Hard He's cut. Got the AK of dick moves. Just oh, yeah. locked and loaded. And when I say hard cut, I want you to picture every cut in this movie as a hard it is cut. It's so harsh. There is no smooth transition no. in this film. Just hard cut right to Bella in the parking lot. A car, a van just comes ripping into the lot. This thing is fishtailing. Dude has to be doing at least like 65. Just, what is he doing? Somehow, though, Edward shows up, stops the van, runs off. Charlie, you know. Bella's father, a cop, he uh, <clears throat> gets very aggressive at the driver of this car, who is a black teenager. Yep. And Charlie, being a cop, is just way too aggressive with this kid. Yeah. Like he, he and he's like profusely apologizing yeah. for like every scene. And Bella's even. and Bella also every time he apologizes says like it's fine, it's fine, like stop apologizing. Meanwhile, Charlie, the cop, is like I'm gonna murder this teenager. Because yep. he didn't kill my daughter. Luckily, because he didn't. Oh. <laughs> because he did oh, not. I was like. There were two ways that my brain interpreted that. It was like, I want my daughter dead. Like, man, you <laughs> you lucky I don't actually have that gun room. Oh you lucky. Either way, he's too aggressive. Um, okay. Somehow the, the douche from the movie Can't Hardly Wait shows up. And he is now blonde and a doctor. His name is Carlisle. Oh, my God. Bella asks Edward, what's up? Why are you so fast? Why could you just like teleport? Why did you stop a van with your arm? That's impossible. Edward takes this and he hits a little gaslight. He says, hey, what are you talking about? I didn't do any of that. I think you maybe hit your head a little too hard. Can't you just thank me and get over it? That's a dick move. Number number four. four. This part of the segment is brought to you by our fake sponsor. Um, (laughs) Are you craving an ice cold beer? Ooh. It's getting hot outside. Temperatures mm-hmm. are rising. Yep. So are the homicide rates. Maybe it was a vampire. I don't know. Ooh. Uh, who's to say? Died by but, the suck. Um, feel free to go to your refrigerated section and pull out a nice cold can of gas light. Ooh, yeah, baby. Three calories a can. Mm. You can't get any better than that. <laughs> Actually, you'll never get any better than that Ooh. because you're not worth any better than exactly. that. Exactly. You know what? You don't deserve this beer. You know what? And if you do you think, think... You think you're drinking a beer right now? You're insane. Mm-mm, that's not a beer. No. That's an iced tea. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Are you an alcoholic? I think Wait you're an alcoholic. Minute. You're just like your mother. Oh, wow. You're drinking right now? It's 7 a.m. You've had like six beers. Oh, my God. Do you know what you did last time you got drunk? I'm not going to tell you. You know what? If you don't remember, wow. Anyway. Gaslight. Gaslight. <laughs> Yeah, hit with the gaslight. Oof, shook. Bella's furious. We cut to Bella just like in her bedroom sleeping. She like opens her eyes, you know, that bleary-eyed thing where you're like, oh, am I awake? And then she sees Edward in her room, goes to turn on the light, and he's gone. Uh, And uh, Victor was kind of confused about this. He's like, was this real? 
Yeah. Is this real? Because it's kind of unclear to Bella if it was real either. I thought it was a dream. Newsflash, it is real. He's just fucking watching her sleep. Edward overhears Bella uh, get asked to prom, but she comes up with some bullshit excuse that she's going to Jacksonville to visit her mom. Edward's being just a general dick. We we love this just piece of walking garbage. Dick move number five. He's just, just existing right now is dick move, but he kind of redeems it because he comes back with his collar popped and I'm like, mm, step on me. It's kind of like that. I'll be your human doormat. It's yeah, you fine. can you can like lie to me yeah. about what I do Gaslight when I drink. Me, Daddy. You know? Please, I love it. Um, and then with the collar popped, he says, "We shouldn't be friends." <laughs> Dick move number six. Like, why are you even trying to be in my life if you literally don't think we should be friends, bud? Like, Jesus Christ. Bella says, "You should have just let me die." Alice says that Bella's gonna ride with us on the bus because they're on a field trip. And Alice is like, "Hey, you want to come on our bus?" And Edward hits her with the. Nah, this bus full. And he goes into an empty ass bus. <laughs> that was my favorite. He like hits the door like a cool kid yeah. like the Fonz. Yeah. And then like literally no one is on that bus. And Bella's just like, mm. and Alice is like, oh, my brother's a fucking asshole. Yeah, so that that's dick move number seven. Um, then Edward tells Bella if she's smart, that's a big fucking caveat, she should stay away. And she says, I'm not. And Edward says, he's the bad guy. But Bella's like, nah, you're just being edgelord. I know you. I know you're really like a good guy. But she wants that dick. Oh boy, she does. I mean, can you blame her? Bella invites him to the push. It's <laughs> La Push, baby. La Push. But Jacob shows up while they're at the beach. And Bella asks why the Cullens don't come to the beach. And Jacob says, oh, you caught that, huh? As if his bud didn't just say that like super loud to the whole group. Like, yeah, it was ridiculous. Was the like, Collins don't come here. Yeah, Bella was like talking to one of the other one of the other buds, Taylor Lautner's yeah. buds, and he's just like, "Oh, the Collins don't come here." I think the whole fucking parking lot heard that. Yeah, I bud. think I think they did the thing where they like zoomed out and they showed like the map of the United States, <laughs> and it was just like the Collins don't go here. Oh, you caught that, did you? I did. It wasn't very wow. subtle. You're smart. Then Jacob fills her in on the lore of the tribe and how the wolves that supposedly Jacob's family descends from actually fought the Cullens a long time ago, but they came to an agreement and made a truce. Yeah, that's why the Cullens don't come here. A different guy on a boat gets the suck, and I'm like, that sounds like a perfect summer day. Like, damn, not only did I mess out on the suck once, but now it's happened twice. Second time. Second time. The suck on a boat. Um, and to get sucked on by three vampires? Mm. Love it. We got a shirtless white dude with a ponytail. We got a hot black guy and a white girl with red hair. Um, the girls go dress shopping for prom. Victor found it necessary to point out that the fashion is rough. You did not like these dresses. No, they were terrible. What was your... Why? Why did you They were terrible so by like 2008 standards. I don't know. I mean, you gotta remember, like a Mormon had to green light these dresses. Yeah, well... She should have done a little bit more looking into the fashion. You're right. And like figuring it out like, ooh, she this also, dress looks good. She also dressed like the Cullens, like they were 40-year-old exec- executives, like yeah. running their own branch of law. I don't fucking know. But nothing the Cullens wear in this film is at all relatable to teen fashion in the Well, no, aughts. I mean, they're, they're in all white to start. Yeah. Except for, except for Edward. Mm. He's chilling. He's, he's, he's got his collar popped. We can respect a peacoat in high school, right? Ooh. Actually, maybe not in American high school. 
because peacoats can hide guns. Okay. <laughs> Let's continue. Don't remind me of the horrors of real life. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm in Twilight right now. Twilight. Bella, like, ditches the girls because she's like, y'all are fucking boring. And then goes to buy a book on Quileute Legends, trying to hopefully get some more information on the cold ones that Jacob told her about. The real horror shows up as uh, Bella is set upon by four men who are seemingly going to assault and or rape her. Am I watching an episode of Law and Order SVU? Like, is this the this opening? This we were literally watching yeah. before we started recording. Like, am I watching some good old copaganda right now? Copaganda. Something's wrong here. Yeah, <laughs> Wait a minute. The vibe is instantly on. Why is this scarier than vampires? In the, in the book, that scene goes on for a long time. And good it is Lord. extremely uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not fun. It's, it's like, uh-oh. Being a woman is not great. Yeah, so the, the guys show up and... <laughs> Our notes say Ed. Edward. Say it. <laughs> say it out loud. Edward does his best Dominic Toretto impersonation, tears into the scene, grabs, like, tells Bella to get in the car, like, super aggressive, but it's like, mm, low-key hot. And then Edward scares these assholes and, like, tears out of there. He is livid. But then he takes Bella to dinner. Oh. Like, yeah. The comment she makes, she's like, uh, put on your seatbelt. Because he's like, distract me so I don't kill these dudes. She's like, put on your seatbelt. He's like, you put on your seatbelt. Like, <laughs> automatic, like, defensive, like. And I know it's funny because he basically can't die. But yeah. it was just like, God, you really are an asshole. Eh, don't tell me what to do. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, they go to dinner. Bella's like, how did you know I was here? And Edward's like, I'm, I'm very protective of you. Which is really weird, considering they like don't know each other at all. And then he says that he heard what the dudes were thinking. He can read minds, but he can't read Bella's mind. Wow. We found it very necessary to point out that he reads one dude's mind in the restaurant, and he's thinking about his cat, and he looks so happy. He's the most serene-looking man in the entire film. He's Honestly, like, mm. he was the only one that was ever relaxed in that film. Yeah. And he's just thinking about his cat. Think about a little cat. Honestly, same. Just hanging. Same. Chilling. I mean, that was me earlier on TikTok when you're like, what are you watching? I was like, hmm, cat. Cat. Here's a cat. Yeah, Edward doesn't apparently have the strength to stay away from Bella. And Bella's just like, oh, please, D, me down. And then they drive off. Bella hits the worst line delivery ever. I'm going to try to do it justice because, and I don't know how. I mean, even if you tried to do this as bad as you could you would still do it better than how she delivers it yeah so for context they're driving up to charlie's police station and there's a big commotion there's like an ambulance there's lights going on and out of Kristen stewart's mouth is what i perceive to be the most infamous line maybe of the entire franchise but she goes like this whoa what is going on i don't understand i think i did it better just now and i was really trying to sound bad whoa what is going on? It's so robotic, and you don't and even see like, her say it. Yeah, you don't even see it. It happens completely. Like it cuts away and shows them rolling up on a scene. It's like you you could have tried and just dubbed it over, and you you know no one would have known. No one would have, would have been the wiser. But they decided that 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 was Whoa, the best take. What is going on? That was the best take, and it makes me wonder. Like, did they try like for an hour, and that legitimately was the best they got? Someone was like, "Yep, that's it." Or, as I like to think, they just did it one time and the director was like, yeah, that's it, good. All right, man. Or maybe it was like the case where it's like, we've got some dead air. 
just like ad lib it. Well, just we hit need it. Because f- we're angling the camera here. Give in, me a reaction. In case it was like, uh, whoa, what is going on? Was that good? Looks That's it. Oh, oh, my God. Sh- shoulder shrug. She really is an actor. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> I love you, Kristen. That was horrible. Oh, Case I don't Stu? blame you. I we blame love Case the Stu. director. Charlie gives Bella bear mace because <laughs> they think that this is an animal, like, doing all these killings. But we, as the audience, know it's these group of this group of vampires. Bella starts to get flashes of Edward, and she's starting to think, like, he's related to these killings. Like, is he a murderer? What the hell is going on? Then she falls down the hole that we've all gone down. Virgin or not, the wiki rabbit hole gets her. <laughs> and she just, you know, it's all starting to come together. Cold ones, the speed, the strength, the cold skin, drinks blood, immortal. Edward is a goddamn vampire. And they just walk off into the woods during school. And then Bella lays it all out. How old are you? 17. For how long? I don't know. What are you? Say it out loud. Go ahead. Say it. Say what? Say it out loud. Un vampiro. Perfect. <laughs> this is the Spanish dub. Yeah, of it was dubbed over. For some reason, they also dubbed her voice over with a a, a male. Man. Yeah, it's very deep voice. I don't know what the deal are is you with scared? that. No, I'm not scared. I'm confused and I'm dizzy from this camera shit that they're doing. We're just spinning around them in the woods, and I'm like, ooh, I'm getting motion sickness. Anyway, they start flying off on some wires. And Edward's like, I gotta show you my chest. Just look at it. And then he sparkles like diamonds. He's beautiful. And Edward says, he's garbage. He's dangerous. The apex predator. Bella says, no, it's, it's all good. Just just drain me already, daddy. <laughs> and Edward wants to kill her. And she's like, I trust you though. Like, what? For some reason. Just, why? They've hung out like twice. And then he, Edward's just blurring all over the place. Just, oh, I can rip a tree out of the ground. <laughs> Woo! Any opportunity Edward had to run fast for like two feet, mm-hmm. he took it. It was I feel like, like they put all the budget into the blur effect and it ended up looking like shit. It looked terrible. Oh my God. What, is, what a shame. Bella is apparently like a drug to Edward. His own personal brand of heroin. Ooh. Yeah. And then they just go up in a tree. Well, he goes in a tree because he likes being tr- in trees, I guess. And Bella's like, I'm not afraid. I'm only afraid of losing you, Edward, for some goddamn reason. Two and days. Then, and then we hit the classic, like, biblical. And so the lion fell in love with the lamb. What a stupid lamb. What a sick, masochistic lion. Stephanie Meyer was like, I need a, I need a nice word. multi-syllabic word. Mm-hmm. I need him to sound like he's from 1912 Masochistic. or whatever. I need him to sound like he died in the Spanish flu. Hmm. It's almost like he did. Anyway, they just go lay in the wet grass, which is so romantic. I was like, oh, I'm not freezing at all. Well, no, I'm sticky and itchy. But this then Bella, awesome. Bella hits that list. She's like, okay, I got three brain cells. One says... Edward's a vampire. Two, there's a part of him that thirsts for my blood. And three, I'm unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him. That's a that's a really difficult word. That's another big word for Stephanie another big Meyer. word. She's all she's just stealing these words from Jane Austen, by the way. Not that words are unique, but she references. She a patented lot of, that word. Oh yeah, because Bella in the book she mentions how Jane Austen is like her favorite author. Oh fun. Bella rolls up. With some sunglasses with... Oh, no. Not Bella's <laughs> Bella's not fucking cool. She's a fucking loser. She's not wearing sunglasses. Edward's wearing sunglasses in the parking lot. And everybody's like, yo, they're like smushing? 
yeah, I'm I'm using the freaking Jersey Shore lingo because that was still relevant back then. They're together. Cullens hate it. Bella's like, how are you a vampire? What is this like? And then we get some expose on Edward. It's 1918. Carlisle gave me the suck, Bella. But he only gives the suck <laughs> to people who are dying. I'm jealous. And so, you know, in a way, Edward's more relatable than ever because he lived through a pandemic too. Mm-hmm. But he got sucked mm-hmm. off, so that's right. not true of everyone. But the guy from Can't Hardly Wait. I mean, Let's see. that is something worthy of envy, I think. Absolutely. Well, speaking of Carlisle, he's strong because apparently vampires go into a frenzy when they taste blood. Uh, Ed says that people eating tofu are never satisfied, which is like, how about you slow down those microaggressions, bud? That's a dick move number eight right there for Edward. Edward says, yeah, it was some vampires who killed the guys who have been murdered in town. Which, by the way, you know, when we said that those dudes got the suck, what the suck really meant was that they were like hella murdered. And drained, daddy. Mm, but not drained before. Aww. It's like you you want to suck before you get your limbs torn off. You know what I mean? I don't know. Some people are doing some weird stuff. I don't know. Apparently vampires have like superpowers at this point. And Edward says that his sister Alice can see into the future for some reason. They don't explain it. Don't worry about it. Edward says he's taking Bella to dinner with his fam. My boy Billy Black shows up he gives edward the hairy eyeball says hey taylor lautner wanted to see bella so that's annoying Call him jacob damn it i don't know who he is <laughs> taylor lautner wanted to see bella taylor's like i really didn't and billy black over there just like <laughs> perfect edward when they get to his family's house he gets out of the car and fast walks he does the blur so it is confirmed that he, like, you know, used his super speed to walk around the car to open Bella's door. He's on his own property. Yeah, but it's just like, dog, what time did you really save? He has all, literally all of eternity. You saved half a second, bud. You've been alive for more than 100 years. You can take the couple seconds. When they're in there, Edward's family says the Italian line. You want to hit it? Who do you want to be? Do you want to be Emmett or do you want to be Rosalie? I don't know who those are. <laughs> Do you want to be the girl or the guy? I'll be the girl. Okay. I'm not going to lie. You forgot I maybe don't know. I think she says, <clears throat> is she even Italian? Her name's Bella. Crushed it. Well done. <laughs> We're theater majors. Fantastic. Bella meets the fam. Apparently, for some reason, if things go bad, like, I don't know, they break up or something all of edward's family can be implicated um i don't know what the deal was there did you not pick up on what they're actually talking about no oh boy don't worry about it Uh, no they're literally saying if edward loses control and kills her they are all gonna have to uproot and run oh well whatever i thought it was like oh you know if you like hurt her then it's like all right i guess we gotta leave her dad's a fucking cop. He will drag the FBI into this. Yeah, but they're white. He won't care. He'll blame the black kid somehow. <laughs> he'll frame Tyler and for then murder. And then he'll make his, his name. Yes. <laughs> and then he'll finally get his gun room. 
that he has in the book, apparently. It's it's Bella's bedroom, but mm-hmm. her bed is made out of guns. And he's got a gun named Bella. That he will use to kill Tyler. <laughs> this is a revenge I'm gonna get revenge sequel. for my daughter who was murdered by a white family, but it's his fault. I'd watch it. Oh, God. Sounds awful. A little more copaganda for you. Copaganda. Either way, so that's a thing. Um, Alice and Jasper just walk up a tree and right into the kitchen. That's how I enter my kitchen. <laughs> Jasper looked no like doors. he like he about just to windows. bust. Like mm-hmm. this man walking just mm, mm-hmm. just staring though. When a man can devour you with his eyes, mm. it's no wonder why Alice is with this exactly. man. Exactly. He's the newest vegetarian, which by the way, all of the Cullens are vegetarians. They don't drink the blood of humans. Um so he's having a tough time with that. Edward takes Bella to his room. He doesn't sleep, which means he doesn't dream. He could be fantastic at video games. Like the best streamer out there. They fly out the window. He says, hold on tight, Spider Monkey. No! Why didn't they say that? It's just a far shot of them in a tree, which apparently they actually had people up in this tree that's like, I don't know, what I saw. 80 feet, maybe? I was going to say like 300 feet in the air. You're afraid of heights, so you're biased. If I'm being honest, I really don't know sizes of things. How can you gauge 80 feet versus 300? That one brain cell, it's it's cannot gauge. It's coming. It'll be here soon. But either way, like there's (laughs) real people up in this tree. Misplaced order from Amazon. (laughs) Sorry, we lost it in shipping. We can refund you or send you a new one. Nah, just send me the one. I want that one. I need you to hunt it down. Mm -hmm. Charlie doesn't want bella to be a loser <laughs> which is great same. i don't want her to be a loser either but I, I, she's doing her darndest to be a freaking loser yeah she she suck she wants the suck she wants to give the suck and get the suck and get the suck it's all about the suck folks what we're really if you take anything from the this baseline theme <laughs> of twilight is suck you either do the sucking or you live long enough to get the suck done to you you know yep Either way, I guess the cops, they found a bare human footprint when they were tracking the murderers who they believed to be like animals. Edward just sneaks into Bella's room, says he watches her sleep. He's been doing it for months. That's totally That's a dick move number nine. Um, it's fascinating to him. But in my mind, he was a whole ass human for 17 good years. So he definitely knows what sleep is. I think he just like misses it. I mean, I would too. But then, why you why, But then, why would you say that like sleep fascinates you? You know. So he's just playing games. He just wants to sneak into a room. He just wants to like. Uh, no. Yes, you, I'm gonna you go better there. Relax. It's like the Night Stalker. Yeah. It's like that energy, but minus the like grabbing the person and taking him with them. Sure. It's more like I'm just gonna jerk off onto your bed sheets. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, but this is supposed to be romantic. Like, I'm supposed to be wooed by this? No. Bella would be wooed by it. I love you so much. Don't. If you (laughs) were just Blair witching in the corner looking at me and I woke up in the middle of the night. Yeah. I would be startled. Yeah. I I would be at least a little peeved. I'd be like, what? I love you. What the hell are you doing here? I'm just fighting these demons. I mean, thanks. But like, could you at least ask permission first? Listen, when a demon wants to fight you, you don't you don't ask permission. You just dive on in there. I mean, you're pretty good at fighting demons. You gotta start swinging. You're great at that. The point is, after Edward says, you know, I watch you sleep. Hey, I want to meet your father. 
<laughs> Great transition. Very which, logical. Which is one. his father definitely does that fantastic trope. Bella says, "Hey, my uh, boyfriend wants to meet you, Edward. You remember him? What do you think of that?" And he like cocks his shotgun. He's like, "Oh yeah, that's fine. Bring him in. Bring him on in. I'll just shoot him in the face." Which is like cool, man. Are we done making this joke? And I get it. It came yeah. out in 2008. Yeah. Tired of it. Oh, aren't we all? Oh, if a boy makes my daughter cry because she cheated on him, I'm going to murder him. that boy. Yeah, for some reason. Is his name Tyler? I got to take that boy out. Was it a good joke? No. Did it still land? It hit. Yeah. It hit. <laughs> Because we like Charlie as much as we like to hate him. He's a good guy. He's one of the good ones. He's one of the good ones. He's one of the good ones. (laughs) The vampires go to play baseball, which is an iconic scene. We will get to it. They can only play baseball games in thunderstorms. The three evil vampires show up. Their names are Laurent, Victoria, and James. They completely ruined this baseball game. They were having a good time. They got maybe Real like... dick move. They got like two hits in and were like, well, I guess baseball's over. Laurent, he's the leader. He says, they won't be a problem anymore. We're just passing through. Jasper's second only speaking line. And he says, because Laurent says like, oh, can we play baseball? We, I bet we can beat you. And then Jasper's second only speaking line is, we will win at baseball. You can't beat us. He didn't. What the fuck? I mean, that wasn't a direct quote. That's exactly what he said. No, it's not. We baseball win. (laughs) I didn't shit my pants. (laughs) (laughs) He says like something along the lines of, oh, we'll see about that. With like a southern accent. Baseball is better for me. Baseball good. (laughs) Baseball good, Jasper. Shit pants. Shit pants. Ugh the worst james he's the white vampire so you know the he's the aggressive tail. one yeah <laughs> that's truly the, yeah he completely does not read the uh read i would say room. read the room but they're read outside the he doesn't read the field at all and he looks at bella and is like mm, i'm gonna eat you and everyone's like hey whoa what the fuck he's like come on man you ain't gonna let me eat this this woman you're clearly into you know you're gonna let me eat this woman that you're holding as if she's like your girlfriend or your something? Girlfriend. I don't know what the hell that is. So they dip. The family like holds them off. Edward and Bella dip on out of there. Edward's like, we got to get out of town. Because we reacted, you know, because we didn't want you to be eaten. Now he hella wants to eat you because he likes to chase. So we got to get the hell out of here. We got to go. You got to be rude to your father. You got to, you know, we got to leave right now. And it's very sad. It is because Bella sad. goes into her room. She's like, goes in the house. She's like, oh, I gotta leave. I gotta leave. She's like saying, like, oh, I just want to go be with my mom. And you know, Charlie, he's like, oh, he's like, I just got your back, good. Bells. That's fine. It's not like I'm your father or anything. <laughs> yeah, it's like then, genuinely the saddest part of the. Movie. I mean, yeah, it is sad. It is sad. Bella hits him with like the exact what was it? The exact same line that the mother said to him when she left. Yeah. You can see the pain in Charlie's eyes. And Bella didn't want to do it. But because she did it, that's Bella dick move number one. Mm-hmm. That was me drawing it on the whiteboard. So then the Collins end up rallying around Bella. They're like, we got to protect you. Like, you're part of the family now. We got to do that. Edward hits her with the line, Bella, you are my life now. Alice then sees in her visions that James has changed course. And Ed says that James knows their plan. James ends up capturing Bella's mom somehow and then he drops her a line meaning Bella and says to meet him alone <laughs> just you know it's her up on aim in the chat you know you hey, up you up you up 
ASL? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway, but it turns out that James tricked her. Uh, James never had her mom at all, but he is going to make a snuff film of Bella to rub in Edward's face to prove the fact that, one, James is more of a man, and uh, he is the apex. He's the alpha. Yeah, apparently. Like, what's his reason? Just Well, he's a hunter. So you know how, like, basically Edward and Alice, their senses are heightened. Carlisle has a theory that based on your previous, like, human life, if you have a predisposition for something, it's enhanced in your immortal life. So James was apparently a hunter, a very good hunter in his mortal existence. But uh, when he turned, that became his only, like, reason to survive and live was to hunt down the most challenging prey and so this became like his ultimate game basically he just like mutilates poor bella she hits him in the face with bear mace didn't it did nothing he was like that was annoying and then (laughs) flies across the room (laughs) edward shows up in the nick of time my hero um but not 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 before he james fucking stomps her shin and breaks her leg in Mm -hmm. like half basically then the vampires begin to fight edward gets on james and like he rips off a piece of his face it's like gross meaning edward gets james not james we can't we can't touch edward's beautiful face he needs to stay handsome our bats anyway during the scuffle Bella gets bitten by James and the venom is starting to spread. Carlisle, who is also there, is like, Edward, you got to suck the venom out because if you don't, she's going to change and you need to do it now. So he he pulls the uh, rattlesnake bite move where you just. Oh, yeah. But it tastes so fucking good. It's like those little Kool-Aid things that we used to drink out of as kids. Like, oh, you just want to drink it all in one gulp. He gives her the suck and then gets the venom out, but he almost cannot stop drinking that sweet sweet nectar that is bella's blood but he does and bella wakes up in the hospital she's like how, what, what happened like you got him and they're like yeah we made up a story about how you fell to fell down two flights of stairs and through a window <laughs> like what it's but, like yeah i believe that yeah, totally. so we're definitely calling it's, like cps or something and yeah. like this man is beating this woman oh my god disaster but then edward is like after all of this he's like you should leave <laughs> you're the problem you should leave so i don't hurt you anymore yeah. hit the bricks she's like what no no what what no what are you, what are you talking no and then, uh, and then she freaks out she's like no we're gonna be together in forks they go to prom she's in a fucking boot just looking like a dork jacob shows up he's like oh, my dad paid me to be here to tell you to break up with your boyfriend uh, is that okay billy black billy black edward cuts and he's like that's not okay Get off my turf, boy. I own her. Yuck. Then they dance at prom in the in the gazebo. Bella's like, I want to be a vampire. And he's like, that's never going to happen, bitch. <laughs> yep, he said that. <laughs> that verbatim. But he, but she's like, I want to be with you forever. And then he's like, mm, like right now? He's like, mm, give me a little smoochy smooch on the necky neck. Give you a little sucky suck. And she's like, oh, yes. And then he fucking teases her and just kisses her on the neck. Whatever. Isn't it just enough to have a long and happy life with me? And then Bella's like, for now. And then they kiss. She says she won't give up. She wants to be a vampire. She knows what she wants. And that's to be a vampire and to be with Edward. And then the final scene of the film, we get a cut to, who's that? And that striking for a dress it's victoria the evil vampire who was in a relationship with james and she is on 
the hunt for revenge. And then she walks down the staircase, staircase, smiling. End of movie. So that was something. Um, the first time I watched this film, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. A cinematic mm, masterpiece. Not this time, though. This time, I was like, wow, I never want to watch this movie sober again. It's really painful. I mean, this movie was still definitely a lot of fun at some points. But now... At the point that I'm currently at in my life, I feel like I've had, I've had enough time and distance from where I was when I first watched this film to realize that not only is this film very dumb, but so was I. And that's okay, because like even though I was really misguided, it was still worth time and effort and love, and I may not have felt worthy of that at the time, but... This has definitely been like a good exercise in self-reflection. So now we should kind of get into the... There you go. Know your worth. Know your worth. It's queen shit. It's queen shit. Knowing your worth. Realizing that like, hmm, Bella's a horrible role model. Realizing that, hey, maybe I don't want a guy to break into my house and watch me sleep, you know? And also like be a dick to me constantly. Not unless it's like consensual. Not unless it's Robert Pattinson. Yes, that is the exception to the rule. But either way, yes, now it is time to talk about what really stood out to us in this film. Maybe get a little bit of input from the book. All right. What's the first point? What do you want to talk Ooh, about? Ooh, let's talk. Edward is just such an irredeemable dick in this movie. Yeah. And he's just got no sweet qualities to him. No, and, not really. And it's like the only time he's charming in this film is the scene where they roll up and they're like official quote-unquote they're dating <laughs> the debut like people, the day de- the debut um where he's like got the sunglasses on he's like well since i'm going to hell anyways i might as well do a thorough job of it i'm glassed yeah. up baby yeah that's literally the only scene in the film where it's like eh, this guy's kind of funny i like it <laughs> uh, look at him the glasses. rest of it he's just a pure edge lord and I guess I found that attractive as a youth. Now I'm like, he's not funny. He's not nice. <laughs> he's just gaslighting her this whole time. He's hot, but like, that's it. That's it. Not enough. Another another proven point of like, white men do not have to try hard. It's so especially funny. Especially if they're attractive. It's so funny. He's just such a dick. I mean, how many dick moves did we give him? And we could have like gave eight? him much more. Yeah. I think we rounded out at like eight, especially at the beginning, up until the end. Just any opportunity he has to remind Bella how dumb she is, he's going to take that. Oh, yeah. For sure. He just, you know, and I love just how blatantly he was a dick. Like, that's that's just hilarious. To, like, tell someone, like, nah, the bus is full, and then walk right onto an empty bus as if they can't see it. That's just a big, like, I hate you. Yeah, like, <laughs> don't, just, don't be anywhere near me. Just the audacity. Which is just so funny, yeah. It's like, you know, when your friend's like, hey... Or just, I don't know, anyone shows up, they're like, hey, man, like, uh, I want to play basketball. Can, can I play with you? Nah, we good. Oh. Go on. Oh. <laughs> Get out of here. So hurtful. Just like, yeah. You ask someone for help. Just yeah. like, hey, man, can you help me? No. And in the book, they do a better job of, like, portraying him as tortured. And, mm, like, angsty. really hating himself. Which is, which is like, ugh. It just, again, feeds into that trope of, like, the concept that women have to fix men. Oh, she can fix them, though. I love that trope. It's, it's funny to me. I can fix them. <laughs> oh, he's just a little rough around the edges. I just need to change every aspect of this person to make him function. I just and then need, he'll be great. I just need to completely change this person into someone that he's not, and then I can be with him. Like, yep. why not just be with someone who's 
Good what for you, you want. as they are. No, because mm. look at that body. Body, yaggy, yaggy, yaggy. Oh my God, Edward twerking. Mm. Wow. He has no ass. That wouldn't work. He's not attractive. Like, he's hot. But there's oh, yeah, nothing yeah. about his personality that is alluring to me as a No, I, I really don't see what they, like, would find in him. He, like, does nothing. No. He hangs. He's like, I'm angry. You suck. Yeah. The end. It just makes me wonder, like, what he was like when she wasn't there. Like, did he just, like, sit and watch? He just, just was, like, a blank wall of yeah. a man. He was yeah. just hanging. Just. Didn't do anything. And then the women are like, he's so mysterious. Yeah. Why does he say nothing ever? Why does it look like he's not thinking it's about anything? It's because the whole time he's thinking about how much better he is than everyone else. Love that. Ugh, disgusting. Love that. Love when you can just get the sense of, like, arrogance. When someone's just like, man. And I get it. I You would be better than everybody <laughs> around you at that point, though. Because you're over 100 years old. It's like. Yeah, duh. Of course you're better than everyone because you've had two lifetimes to go through. I could beat a hundred-year-old. Yeah, a hundred-year-old human. I know. Oh, my God. I'm just saying. Anyway. (laughs) I could definitely beat a hundred-year-old man at basketball, you know? Again, we're talking about a vampire. Yeah, well, you know what? Edward can catch me on the court. He can catch me on the sticks, too, because he'd be wasting his time. He could be making so much money. We will get to it in a second, yeah. but that boy wasting his time on love. Ew. <laughs> Yuck. Ew. Boy, you don't even like her. Get that money, ho. He doesn't even like her. Does he? He does. But he doesn't. But he hates her. He wants to eat her. <laughs> in like, I hate ew. it, but I love it. But I love it. Like, mm. Anyway, Victor, do you have anything to say? Oh, absolutely. Please say it. One thing... If we're talking about Edward and sort of like how weird he is and all that. Yeah. I, I thought it was kind of interesting. He, for some reason, needed Bella to say that he was a vampire. And I and maybe it's just me reading into it a little bit more. I think you are. I think you're giving Stephanie way too much but intellectual it's just, credit. But it's just like such a weird choice. Like, why why did he need to hear it? Say it. Uh, let me hear you say it. I think that maybe what they were going for is like... And I think you may have something there. I got but it. But it could be like... Him confirming that she, that she knows. knows. She knows. She knows the severity and the implications of the, the reality of the situation. The reality is vampires are real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the way I took it, which Stephanie Meyer, Stephanie Myers or Meyer? Meyer. There's no oh, S. There is an S. Sorry. Stephanie Myers. Stephanie Myers retroactively look back on this and be like, yeah, I was... That's what I thought the whole time. The fact that Edward made Bella say that he was a vampire to me was like, is she trying to pull in like classic vampire? Like, oh, they like need permissions, you know? Because mm-hmm. vampires are very weird. Classically, yeah, vampires rules. are weird. They have like very hard rules. Yeah. It was almost like, you know, a vampire needs to be invited in. Mm-hmm. So I almost took it as though Edward needed Bella to say it. Therefore, he could sort of push it further yeah. and like continue to pursue and her. And you're right because like after that point, he... He, he goes just, for it. He opens Pandora's box. He's mm-hmm. like, you get all of this now. You get all this D. No. It's cold as shit. No. Spoilers. You're not allowed to have D. You can get all of this. No, you can't. You can't. He like, you he like opens the box and, and then, then snaps just it, it on her fingers. <laughs> yeah. Or like the Halloween bowls that have like the hand that pop yeah, out when you reach yeah. for the candy. It oh, was he like got that. her good. Ha! He got her good. Jesus. Yeah, but I don't know. I just thought it was weird because this movie very much doesn't do classic vampire things. It does everything to like break all of those rules. Except for that one thing, maybe. Yeah, maybe. 
Because they definitely have reflections, right? Yeah. They see each other. Yeah. And they can be out in the day. And they can be photographed. They just sparkle. Yeah. Then they don't ever turn into bats, do they? No. They're just fast. so lame. Anyways, I'm sorry. That's okay. I don't know why that was like... I don't know why that was the jumping point. That's okay. That was the tipping point. I was like, okay, I understand all that. Why would they not turn into bats? As if, like, that's not the most outlandish thing that a vampire can do. This is coming from two people who thoroughly enjoyed the Disney Channel original movie Zombies. Mmm. Which is Episode coming. It's going to be here. I love that movie. Oh, look forward to that. Where where are my zombies hats at? You know? Where's (laughs) Zombies Hive? Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyway. Where's Zombies 3? Either way. We need it. So there was that. Yeah. What's he next? Um, one point that I wanted to hit on is the importance of age in this movie is mm. very... And it's throughout the entire franchise, actually. But in this movie, it's a lot about the like hierarchy of age and how you can manipulate that to get what you want. Right. So, like for example, Edward uses his age to domineer Bella. He's like... I'm older than you. I'm wiser than you. I can do everything better than you. Yeah. And then Bella uses her age to manipulate Jacob. Who's that? <sighs> Taylor Lautner. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, because they don't do a very good job of this in the movies, but Taylor Lautner's character, Jacob, is significantly <laughs> younger. And by significantly, I mean by teenage standards. Younger than Bella. He's six months younger than her. He is 15. And she is... 16 turning 17, I think. Oh. So he's younger than her. He may have just been freshly 15. He's a freshman? He's, he's allowed to like kind of drive because he lives on the reservation. So things are yeah. a little bit like more relaxed there. When Bella's trying to like drill him for information, she's kind of insinuating she wants to drill him. Um, oh, like... Yeah. L-sex? Yeah, a little Whoa. bit. I mean, not really. It's more just like flirtatious behavior because he's like, oh, look at this stupid little boy. I can make his dick hard. <laughs> Ew, what are you hard right now? Ugh, gross. gross. What do you want to have sex with me? Disgusting. I would never try it. No, don't do it. <laughs> You're gross. No, but in the book, she like lays it on thick and like makes him like feel cool. And, like, <laughs> Ew, guys, everyone look. He's got a boner right now. I'm going to post this on TikTok. No, don't. Come on. Yeah, she like negs him a little bit. My father told me to do this. Yeah, it's not cool. I just don't like the way that age is used as a manipulation tool within this film. And, you know, that scene was not done that way in the movie. But in the book, Bella makes it a point to point out like, oh, I know he likes me. And I'm going to use what what mama gave me Mm. to get what I need. That mama that Which ran off with I'm a young all for boyfriend. Women scamming men, like scam your way to the top, honey. Queens. But it's like Jacob is such a dumb little himbo. Just be nice to him. He doesn't believe any of this is real right now. You seen that hair? Come on it's now. Beautiful. So silky, so smooth. He must use mane and tail. <laughs> Billy Black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, since we're talking about Taylor Lano right now, yeah. and he was part of one of the moments, if not a few of them, I don't know. But again, I just got to go back and say that the movie was a lot funnier than I expected it yeah, to be. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like it's I, got some moments. I legitimately had a blast watching this film. Mm-hmm. I was laughing. I was like, that was the dumbest thing ever. I love it, you know? Yeah. Which, which one's your favorite? Like, what LOL What was the funniest moment? moment? Yeah. 
I mean, Taylor Lando getting hit by that door was very funny. Oh, uh, yeah. It's because it was so natural. Bella falling down was funny. Because oh, I feel like she just fell. Concrete. Yeah, she just like hit Donk. so hard. Oh, my tailbone. I thought it was hilarious that, again, the bus. Just like, there's <laughs> no way, bus. dog. That's just a dick move. All of the wire work just looked ridiculous. Yeah, but that was not supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that was but just, again, it's just like... I, it's funny. Like, it's a really good... I think I say it later in the outline here, but I'll say it now. I feel like it's like a super good B-movie. Yeah. It's like, you know, granted, I don't believe they were trying to make it that. But if somehow... I mean, some entertainment doesn't do If somehow, like, the director <laughs> or the editor were like, let's make it schlocky, let's make it like a B-movie. And they, I could see that they, like, maybe... They tried that. Yeah, and they it went succeeded. a little campy in some moments. Because it was definitely like super weird, super campy. I mean, the baseball scene itself is like, what is this? It feels <laughs> like you're on acid or something. What am I watching like, right now? Why are they playing this song? That's not what it goes like. No, I don't know why you play death metal. I don't know. Just the movie was so funny. It's pretty damn And it's funny. like a really fun watch. And I think that more people should watch it as a B-movie. Also, just like have a bevy. Oh, just get it'll you, take the stupid get, edge off and it'll you, get you to the level where you can like go along for the ride. Have you a bevy of the 21 and over variety? Mm-hmm. Or a lemonade. What, what is the, what's the age across the pond? 18? For our listeners across the pond. Oh, maybe it's 16? Is it 18? I don't know. It's, I think it know, depends on what area you're should in. Should be 18 over here in the States, if we're being honest. If you can die for your country, you can have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have a cold one with your old man right here. Lost my legs in the war. Oh, no. I replaced them with puppet legs. I don't know where, <laughs> I, don't know where I found these. He has felt. He has felt legs, and he has a puppeteer to move his legs around. Oh, that's nice. Aww. He can't stand on them. Is he a Jimmy? Jimmy's your leg. He control my legs. Perfect. I cannot walk. I'm laying down now. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. Just watch it as a B movie. Yeah. Enjoy it. Don't be one of those, especially for men. Don't be one of those guys that's like, oh, this is a real vampire shit. This is lame. Not a real vampire. You know who else I hate? Justin Bieber. Oh my god. Dude, you are 35. Why do you care? It's because your wife wants to have sex with this man. (laughs) That's why you care. Back then would have been weird. Now you know, okay, he's an adult. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was an adult when he shot Twilight. I think that he was Justin Bieber? 20... <laughs> <laughs> no, Robert Let's talk about Justin Bieber. Anyways, watch it as a B movie. Don't be weird. Just watch movies. Yeah. Have fun. For sure. Oh, your next on, point's a big one. On here. the opposite end of having fun, let's not have fun and <laughs> talk about Mormonism. The, the no fun zone. The no fun zone. Brought to you by DJ Vivich. Mm. Um... Yeah, so as I mentioned earlier, I was raised Mormon. and um, How could I forget? I don't know how you could forget, because <laughs> I bring it up almost every day when you ask me, have you seen this hey, movie? Hey, have you seen, like, literally any movie? No. No, nah, I was I raised was, Mormon. I was raised Mormon. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch rated R films. <laughs> this movie's rated G. Nah, I was raised Mormon. I was raised Mormon. Yep. For those of you who don't know, little fun fact, Stephanie Meyer, I always want to say Meyer, I don't know. She's a plurality. She's an entity. She is also Mormon, or was. I don't know if she's still currently in the faith. But um, you can definitely see a lot of Mormon influence throughout the books and the film. So I'm just going to hit some main points that uh, really jumped out to me as I was 
reading and watching uh, the first Twilight. Something that's really driven home throughout the book is that Bella is a great domestic partner. She's super proud that she can like cook dinner and be independent and do her laundry and just do all things domestic. Mm-hmm. Like she's very proud of that. And there's no shame in that because, no. you know, you should be proud to be able to take care of yourself and other people. If that's, that's an, what you choose yeah. and you want for yourself, yeah. then yeah, yeah, be proud in it. That's an, what's it called? Amiable quality? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. My brain's going to mush. Not Amiable? Amiable, whatever. That's neither here nor there. But the fact that she uses these skills pretty much exclusively to take care of her dad <sighs> is weird to me. It's like he's a grown-ass man. He can make a meal or two once a week. Charlie. Like, come on, Charlie. Step up your game. Too busy. Yeah. I don't know. Too busy dealing with all the crime in this town well, yes, of 3,000. The town of 3,000. But the problem is... There's that one black That kid. boy, Tyler. Yeah, the boy, Tyler. He's, he's a real <laughs> troublemaker. But yeah, that's something that definitely jumped out to me in the book, especially, is that she's constantly like, talking about how she's making dinner and how she's doing laundry. And I was just like, motherfucker, I am not reading a YA novel to do chores. Right. I don't care about this at all. All of a sudden, Talk it about starts... how you're like horny. Mm. Talk about how you're imagining like getting railed by Edward. That's what I'm here That's for. That's what we need. I me need and the 47 the year old women. Give me the smut. Mm-hmm. Give it. Anyway. I just like to picture the book all of a sudden being like, did you do your laundry today? Have you cooked a meal lately? Have you taken care of your father, met him at the door with his slippers and told him he had a, he's a good man while he watches sports and drinks a <laughs> beer and does absolutely nothing to contribute to this fucking drinks household? Drinks a beer band. Besides be a fucking cat. Beer brand beer. I, I was also just picturing Bella's working hard. You know, she's at school. She comes home. She does all this stuff. Yeah. Meanwhile, all day, it's just Charlie following Tyler. Around. Oh my god. I hope And he's not. just like in the background, binoculars, binoculars. at like in two the, feet away. In the stealth van or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they're The stealth called. van has a mustache on it. Ooh, that's how you know it's the Charlie Mobile. It's very not stealthy. No. So everyone knows that, yeah, Charlie's van it has a mustache. He's always following Tyler as well. I don't know, why he does I don't know what the deal is. Like, that, that's a really nice boy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he drives like a little. He's like the. This, there's what three people of color in this first film there's there's tyler tyler there's the i forget the, the asian, asian kids asian name. boy asian well yeah the youth <laughs> um and asian then, youth and then there's laurent the bad oh yeah bad vampire he's the best of the bad yeah he is because he's, he's like, like a good boy he's like i'm gonna let you know shit's about to go sideways for everybody even though he's french he doesn't sound like that <laughs> at he's all he's like i'm about to let you know <laughs> <laughs> perfect everything's about to go sideways for y'all that'd be fun i I would like that was that french yep perfect accent thank you um another hit on the mormonism checklist would be like how vampirism or vampirism however you want to say it is just a veiled thinly veiled metaphor for eternal life Um, yeah which is interesting you know yeah i mean i'd I mean, it's very obvious because like, yeah. that's the whole lore of vampires is that they live forever. They live forever. They're the undead. Yeah. Which is always interesting. Mm-hmm. I got a couple interesting things here. For one, love the vampires are dead. They're like walking dead as well. Yeah. But they're not zombos, no. which is insane They don't want to eat your brains. They, they just want to give, give you the suck. Come on over here. Go on. Get yourself some suck. 
Just looking at everybody like a bouncing juice box all the time. Yeah. That's gotta be something. Oh, I love do, it. Do, 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 like, like they're the just the, they're just the meat walking around yeah. and just waving at you. What's hey. the, what's that old style of cartoon? Like the uh, the rubber band animation. Yeah, rubber band animation. Where everyone's bouncing all the time. God, I love that so I'm much. I'm a juice box. <laughs> I'm fruit punch. It's just got like a drop of blood. Got it's got just got the blood orange. type on it. Yep. Oh, oh that's an O. A that's an O positive. positive. But anyways. Eternal I did, life. I, I didn't know that she was Mormon because I didn't know anything. Let me go back to the beginning. You got that I really, one brain cell. really didn't know anything. Arrived. Didn't know anything. Yeah, you know. The cardboard box is on the conveyor belt just flipping over <laughs> again, <laughs> again. And he's in there like, oh. I haven't oh, thought about that video in like <laughs> Oh, that's a long trip. Oh, my God. It's a long one here. That's funny. But if you look at it that way, it is very interesting, you know. Because mm-hmm. it's just like you would think this YA novel about vampires and it's supposed to be all about romance. It's also just like, oh, have you ever considered the mormon church have you ever considered what happens to your soul when you die you yeah. know and all that stuff and it's like don't throw this at yeah. me well and edward technically doesn't believe he has a soul now right he's a monster yeah he's so a beast he, he thinks he's soulless yeah which is an interesting like kind I mean, of he's juxtaposition dead. of like what eternal life is for mormons which is just like the ascension of the soul right and the perfection of the the perfection of the body because it's believed like in in Mormon lore. I'm calling it lore. Oh. Um, that's get him. That's my choice. Get him. In, in Mormon lore, uh, it's believed that like, you know, the second coming traditional like Christian belief, your body will be restored to perfection. Mm. So everybody will become about the age of like 25 when your body is like pristine so like any any ailments or disease any disfiguration that classic ableism thing where it's like if you're in a wheelchair then you'll have legs yeah it's like i didn't want to walk i was perfectly happy with how i was before you know kind of liked that i was you know unique unique and stuff and i'm not speaking off personal experience no. but i am speaking off like what i've seen other people say yeah and it's just like what's perfect oh like, and then it gets whole all problematic when like you bring blackness into that too oh god because Tyler. it's like a lightning Something really like, i i don't I mean, know that's if not that's, surprising i don't know if it's strictly believed in like mormon faith but I know that is a perception of Christians is that with the sep- second coming, there is also a perfection of the body, which means the desecration of Cain. So blackness will, will be eradicated wow. as well. I forgot about that. God damn. Religion is racist as, as fuck. fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. The, the mark of Cain is black skin. Yeah. Which I know hasn't been confirmed, but it's definitely I an mean, idea that people. Heavily- yeah alluded to what if it's white skin it should be a white <laughs> devil anyway yeah, so that's, that's insane, definitely though. something but like eternal life is huge and in the fact that bella is pining after eternity mm, she wants it she wants it but she had she, she has wants to, to die it, yeah she has to die for that to happen the first thing she said is i want to die yeah she's like damn girl miss drama over here all right say that. she wanted to die in the place of somebody yeah, she loved but, but the yes. first thing she said is i want to I die i want to die and i was like oh, retweet queen <laughs> revine Re- oh my god yes on the flip side of that like whole eternal life argument in my mind the werewolves kind of represent like the cardinal existence because werewolves are not immortal they right. live for about as long as people do oh even though they're given you know extreme they're powers strong and strength it's only given to them 
through their lineage. And genealogy is extremely important in the Mormon faith. Like you are expected to be able to trace your ancestors back and be responsible for the continuation of your line and your name. And not only that, in life, but in death as well. Got to populate them planets. Yep, exactly. But That's you've got to just... So I think even though Stephanie obviously is biased towards the werewolves, she still finds value in them because they are, quote, I mean, they're literally tribal. Yeah. They exist in family units and they protect one another. And yeah. the family is probably the biggest thing that is driven home within... The Mormon faith, whether that's repopulating your with your husband or your wife yeah. and literally making your family as big as you can right. in some cases. But it's also like we're expected to continue the line. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, it's not. No, but it's weird. I, and that's a, it's a very it's a very human instinct yeah. for the most part. I mean, now we are at a place as a society where literally making more people is a problem. But, I mean, that's the instinct of most creatures in general is to repopulate. Mm -hmm. Um, So, it's interesting that werewolves are kind of the lesser version of the uh, magic in this franchise. Yeah. Because even though they're, like, super strong and super cool and really important, their downfall is that they die. Oh. And they're also brown. I know. I was about to say, funny... That we didn't point out that, uh, oh, Billy Black and Taylor Lautner are also pucks. Yeah, they're indigenous people. And also his Which buds. also pulls into Mormonism and the erasure of natives on the American oh, continent. Oh, God, yeah. It's Jeez. bad. Stephanie. Yeah. But she's like, no, I'm like, woke. <laughs> she like likes him, kind woke. of. Anyway. I hate that word. Woke, yeah. Because it's only used... We go off on a little tangent. Let's go. But it's only used by like people who are against the idea of wokeness. Yeah. No one who's like actually woke, quote unquote, yeah. ever says that. Anybody you know? who's actively fighting against the repression of people's existence yeah. would Those never are the really people call who themselves don't. woke. Yeah. Yeah. People who just like, I don't know, care about other people mm-hmm. and want people to be equal. They're just like, yeah, that's just what I'm doing. Meanwhile, the other side, the opposite, are just like fake wokeness. Like, uh, uh. It's like, yeah. it's, I hate this word. It's bullshit. But it is interesting that the werewolves, they, they like actually transform into the wolves. Yeah. Why can't the vampires transform into bats? <laughs> I don't know. She was you probably know? like, she's not going to want to fuck a bat. A little bat with Edward's head on it. But if she got to become a bat, that'd be cute. Little bat sex. Right, the little bat. Okay, Little bats. I'd be enjoying if I was bat. Having fun. Give something for the furries to work with besides the werewolves. We need bat porn too. werewolves. Billy Black. Just a thought on the werewolves. <laughs> yeah. Another dynamic that is noticeable is just how Bella is subservient to Edward. Yeah. Um, even when she's making more logical choices than him and coming up with more valid solutions to any predicaments they're in, she's constantly feeling like she needs to apologize. Oh, yeah. Because she's the problem in his life. She's the temptress. She's the reason all of this is happening. It's her fault. And that is definitely something that I felt at this point in my life when I first, like, watched these movies. Not to get too personal with it, but I was in a relationship at this point 
and it was definitely imprinted upon my like soul essentially that <laughs> if i were to fuck up meaning quote unquote like have sex before i were to marry this person i would damn us to hell especially him and i was solely responsible for his, yeah. for his immortal life certainly would not be the man's fault no not to mention there was an age difference as well he was mm -hmm. three years older than me certainly not the man's fault here no. you know this here is a religion yep and in religion in we patriarchal like religions. we like men yeah so that was fun i was like oh yeah i am bad i don't deserve to have romantic relationships and i mm -hmm. don't deserve to have a body that feels things and mm -hmm. you know indulge in those things because you know what it's my fault i'm a dirty little whore you know <laughs> just thinking about kissing a boy i might as well just whip myself you know because yeah. i'm that bad of a person for having these impulses you know what i just gotta turn it off just gotta turn it like off. a light switch like right? a light switch just go click it's a cute little Mormon trick. Oh my goodness. That's ridiculous. Don't copyright us for that. It didn't sound good. It sounded anyway. perfect. <laughs> it sounded just like it. We're about to get our first strike. <laughs> Another thing that kind of pulls into lore of Mormon faith is the idea of preordination or having like things. It's, you know, it's that age old argument of like, are things destiny? Mm. Are there such things as fate? Yeah. Do we actually have control over our lives? Mm -hmm. Because Edward supposedly claims that he never felt love until Bella was in his life. Thanks, so it's Steve. like he was perfectly made for her, which is not a concept that is far fetched in Mormonism. It's like, you know, some people are just put on this planet and that's your person and that'll be your person forever and always. Yeah. And that's always an interesting thing when like older couples, when one of the partners dies and they decide to remarry. It's uh -oh. like, oh, congrats, you have two partners now. <laughs> uh, how do we explain this away? I guess they had two soulmates? Not that there's anything wrong with polyamory. Not that it's there's anything wrong with to, that. Um, trying to retcon that oh, logic. Oh, the amount of times that I've seen Mormonism try and retcon things. Mm -hmm. You uh, mean the entire religion? <laughs> it certainly wasn't started by a grave robber. No, no, not that's a, a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, great, Smith? great little Woo! scam artist. Oh yeah, robbing graves. What a noble thing to do. We all see the book, Joseph. It's not there. We all see <laughs> nothing. Yeah. <laughs> we all see. There's no stones in this hat, There's man. No stones in this what hat. What are we are looking insane. at, Doug? But going back to that, it's very funny that the idea in this book slash film is that Edward was perfectly made for Bella in 1918. Yeah, <laughs> it's really weird. She had to wait a long time. I mean, he had to wait a long time. So. You're right. Yeah. But either way, it's like in 1918, like all the things perfectly aligned, and then he got the suck, and then he gets to meet her. And then they just hang out, you know? Yeah, and that, that pulls into a whole other thing. And it ties into my next point with, like, Mormonism. Uh -oh. Is that he wants her to live a full and happy life as a human. Oh, right. And that's super fucking weird. You know why that's weird? Why? Because that implicates that he wants to fuck a granny. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because he yeah, wants yeah. her to age, but he still wants to be, like, romantically involved. Mm -hmm. He wants to watch her die. He wants her to die because that is what he's giving up oh, that's by romantic. not changing her. That's insane. Right? Can that's you imagine? Weird. Like, you would think it would be the exact opposite. Like, if you love somebody, and that's kind of the argument in the Mormon faith, 
is that like if you really love somebody you will not only be with them for this life but forever for ever yeah so it's really fucking weird that he's like you know what i want i want an 80 year fling with this chick Mm, I want to watch her slowly yeah. decay into dementia. Mm. Watch that body get real fucking wrinkly. Oof. Rub my hands all over that soft ass baby skin. That's what it's, it's like, all about. You, know, you get older, you get softer. And it's like, oh my God, like, does he have a fetish? Like, what's going on with this? Because you would think that, and that's like the whole power dynamic with them is completely off for the majority of this franchise. Yeah, it's really a weird impulse to be like, I want to watch you slowly die. And I want to watch you go through pain. Yeah. Because not only as she gets older, is she going to, you know, decay, but everything around her is going to as well. Sure. Like she's, and that's part of what being a partner is, is being with that person through thick and thin and being there for all the deep and dark and sad stuff as mm-hmm. well. My but trials like, and tribulations. Yeah, but then as soon as she's gone, then what? Then he's like, oh, that was a fun 80 years. Now I have eternity to just hope that something maybe gives me some joy in life. Maybe this thing comes all the way back around, you know? Maybe she gets reincarnated. Exactly. As a baby. And then he gets to do it like 400 years in the future. Wow. Ew. Good for him. Don't like that idea either. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, that is strange. You know, you think think about the opposite. We could take it to, real quick, the Lord of the Rings, Mm -hmm. you know? The elves. Where the elves, you know, they live forever. But what's her name? Eowyn. Eowyn. Mm-hmm. She loves Aragorn. And she, it's like the opposite. Yeah. She gives up eternal life because she loves this man so much. That's why the Lord of the Rings is so much better than Twilight. And it's just like, yeah, <laughs> on its head, or I don't know. Yeah, no. At it's face like a, value, it's, it's a like. a parallel thing. That's, yeah. yeah, but they're like the exact opposite type things, yeah. you know. Because like Aragorn doesn't want her to do it. But she wants to do it. She would give up eternal life yeah. for this one thing that's real. And isn't that so much sweeter of a gesture than being yeah. like, I have the ability. I mean, like, I want you to die. And that goes into another Mormon dynamic well, like, that I, I'm not going to get into. But it's like, it is so much more romantic to, or just loving. It's not mm-hmm. even romantic. It could just be because like, you know, Carlisle turned Carlisle. Jasper Jasper and Alice. <laughs> Jasper. <laughs> Jasper and yeah, Alice, well. Rosalie and Emmett. And Renee, I mean, not Renee, um, and Esme, he turned all of these people out of love. Yeah. He, he he's knew. He's a sweet man. He's a really great a guy. sweet boy. And he did that out of kindness. And mm-hmm. Edward had the opportunity to do that, but he's so caught up in his old bullshit that he doesn't even really consider what Bella wants. No. I'm a monster. <sighs> Shut up, Edgelord. Yeah, it's weird. I think about it and he's Edgeward? like. That's it. His name Edgeward. is Edgeward. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. You would think that you would want to, if you do love them, you mm-hmm. would want them around forever. Yeah. You know? And but no. I, he, they get more into it, deeper into the franchise, but he's really stuck on this concept of the soul, and he doesn't want Whatever, to take that away Whatever, man. You're dead. Souls are overrated. No one cares, dude. No one dude. cares, bud. You, don't, you can't even turn into a bat. Get out of here. Yeah. Honestly, Bella finally gets to suck. You know, she becomes vampire and she tries to turn into a bat. And she's like, wait a minute. She's we like, can't do this. We can't be bats. Fuck, I need to die. <laughs> rip me apart. I like need the to pieces please. on fire. Someone rip my head off like it's a freaking... I don't yeah, even know. I don't know. That thing popped off. Like a like a twist cap. Yeah, like a, like a it's the top of a, yeah. yeah, like I'm the top of a Kool-Aid jammer. Ooh, just twi- my, twist yeah, my head off. Just a little, little bit of a grip. Whoop. Yep. 
that was so easy. Yeah. Can talk about it right now? Yeah, go ahead. Freaking just like bonfire. When they're ripping James apart. Yeah, yeah, when they're ripping James apart at the end, it's just so funny. Alice just straddles his thighs like a WWE superstar. She just walks up, hey-ya, hey-ya, and then head just comes right off. Easy peasy. It's that easy. This man is like super strong. He's a vampire. I mean, he's being held down. I know, but he's super strong and he's a vampire and his head just comes off immediately. I mean, Alice is super strong, too. Them boys is... They're all super strong. All of them is made out of paper. They're made out of stone. But it's just... It was also very interesting that... Oh, they are, huh? Or that's the... That's the description, is that they're, like, hard as rock. The cold ones. The cold ones. Cold as the rock. Crack open a cold one. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's what Alice did. She cracked open a cold one. (laughs) Crack open a cold one with the boys, man. James look like a beer can? She hanging. Oh, my God. It's just funny that the Colons were like so down to like murder as well. Well, in the they justification just right of that, in. the justification of that is because Bella is a part of their family now, so right. they are defending her like they would defend their own. But they're just so down. Oh yeah, they were like, all right, we're gonna let a fire. I mean, we're gonna do this, this, and that. She sucks, anyways. She's a bitch. She's just freaking like I don't like anything because I'm edgy. This film is just too edgy. Stop being so edgy. Be fun. They lit a bonfire. Mm-hmm. They ripped this man apart. Yep. And then they just like dance around it. Because it looked making like. Sure. Were I they running know. or were they dancing? Because it was a weird cut. And they I was were like. Running. And I also, I can't remember because it's been so long since I've read the books. But I, they don't really get into the details of how vampires can reassemble. Apparently. But it burn. is implied. Yeah, because you have to burn it. What is this? Like, do their Resident limbs, like, Evil Eight? I just know. Just reattaching limbs. Well, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers for Resident Evil. I mean, Evil it's Village. Resident Evil Seven. It's called Resident Evil Village, not Eight, by the way. Oh, sorry. What? I'm get not your, a real gamer. Get your names right. Sorry. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. It's a very funny scene because it not it's only is Bella cross-eyed as hell. She looks so weird. She looks so fucking weird <laughs> in that scene. It's like I get it. She's dying, but it's yeah. like. But I would hope that when I eventually go out, I don't look Just like that. Just shut your eyes. Yeah. Just don't have your eyes open. Shut your eyes. <laughs> because she she explains, she describes the venom as like fire. And I don't mm. know about you, but when I burn myself, my first reaction is to shut my eyes and go, ow. I, like my eyes are shut. I, wait. It looks horrible. And then we just have Robert Pattinson singing, let me sign oh. in the background <laughs> as we get the hard cuts of like their two weeks together. Yeah. I don't even know. Time doesn't make sense in this film. I mean, everything is hard cut, as yeah. we said. There's no screen wipes. There's no, like... No. There might actually be, like, one fade away. Don't they do that? Yeah, it's like when she passes out and wakes yeah. up in the hospital. When she fell downstairs through the window <laughs> that they put at the end yeah. of the stairs. But I just love the idea that the hospital accepted this. Who builds a window... At the base of a at, like, stair. Yeah, that's, like, foot level that you can go through. Like, those would be reinforced, would they not? Just don't have a window. Just don't build windows. No windows. Everyone needs... Prison. <laughs> just bars just, and walls. Just brick houses. No brick. windows. House. I think that's pretty much all I need to say. I could say so much more for Infinity, but For the Mormons? I, I mean, the meadow is an important scene in the book. That really just kind of gets brushed over in the film. Right. Because in the meadow, that's like where they first like see each other. Because up until that point, Bella's like, why the fuck are you such an asshole? And Edward's like, I'm actually an asshole because of X, Y, and Z. (laughs) Uh, I actually just like being a dick. And they're like, 
they look nice and they're like being kind to each other and they're talking. But in the movie, it's like, I will now stare at you in the wet grass. Mm. Ready? Go. And she does that. But she also like touches him a lot in the meadow scene in the book. She like Mm. touches his arms and feels his skin. And that's when they're kind of like, it's borderline edging. Oh. Yeah, because he's like trying to resist the temptation of pouncing on her like a fucking mountain lion and ripping her throat out. But she's like, can I touch your dick? <laughs> she says that. Yeah, verbatim. It's on page 233. Can I touch that No, but basically it's like they're feeling out the, the lines of their relationship. Like, is it okay if I touch you here? Is it okay if I touch you here? This is where they set up boundaries. Ooh. And they figure out how strong they are. And that leads me kind of to the bedroom scene. Sure. Where they're like making out in bed. She like grabs his hair and like goes like, you know, tries to get in there. Mm-hmm. And he like pushes her no. off of him. And yeah. Goes flying across the room. Because he's like, not only am I hard as shit, I will suck you so dry. Mm. The Sahara Desert will look wet. My lord. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that's like really important because times, it, it not yes. only sets up like physical limitations between them but it's also like sexiness limitations like ooh and they kiss a lot they kiss a lot in the book like after that meadow scene they are constantly giving kisses and getting kisses little besos besito un beso yeah but it's like they finally get to start exploring their relationship physically. And in the movie, that's just kind of like, they kiss like, what, two or three times? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I don't remember. It's very much like, oh, the tension. And it's like, can we just like be girlfriend and boyfriend for a second? Like, come on, guys. Nope. And I don't know what the hell Bella sees in Edward besides like his diamond skin. Did you see the, did you see the collar pop? <sighs> did you see him wearing sunglasses? You're right. Exactly. It all makes sense now. Mm-hmm. What is there left to say? You know, the soundtrack there, is fantastic. There, I was about to get to it. Yeah. There are a few big things though. Yeah. That I would like to just touch on, maybe expand upon a little bit. Mm-hmm. Got to bring up my boy Jasper. Yep. The first time I saw this film with you was what, like two, three years ago, yeah, or something like that. When we watched him. And I just remember the entire time just being like, "Who is this guy? <laughs> just hanging in the background." <laughs> Just stank face on. Mm-hmm. He does not want to be here. No. I was like, did they force this man on set? Why does he look like that? You should just seem that way. And then just like every scene that he's in, he's just hanging. Yep. And I was like, who is this it's guy? the sweetest gig, though. <laughs> he literally got paid to just show up he says and look like, like two he was lines, in pain. Maybe three. He speaks a little more near the end because he's like, I'm going to murder this guy. I just remember the whole time I was like, who's this guy? Mm-hmm. who is he i find it very funny that the person you're supposed to be attracted to you're not interested in at all Jasper. and you're like who is this suave oh, no, southern gentleman i see in the background <laughs> why do i know that he's southern all of a sudden it's because you've seen the movie spoilers <laughs> what do you mean you talk about alice huh you say who am i supposed to be attracted edward. to? edward oh get edward out of here he ain't no jasper he's not no jasper every, also every time i mean during this podcast it's been billy black it's yes. been the thing Middle to say. <laughs> it's a great name. But every time I watch Twilight, the two times I've seen it, I have to say Jasper every when I see Jasper. Every time you see him. Jasper. Jasper. Oh, that's Jasper. 
Jasper. Because I didn't know his name at first. Jasper. They get, they wait a little to tell yeah. you what his name is when he shows up in a tree, which is very fun. They have a tree right to their kitchen. Fun. Yeah, that's just like, oh shit, his name is Jasper? That's an even better name than I thought. That's why I named my little squishy at Trivia Oh, Jasper. little Jasper. Cutie. Jasper. I can't wait to see more I can't of Jasper. Wait to say the line. Because the first the first movie is literally him hanging. He kills a man. Second movie gets bad fast. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, Jasper's got some secrets. Yeah. That uh we have to reckon with. And what was so interesting. I mean, we'll get to it. Yeah. But what the what hell? What a choice. Why? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> what a choice indeed. What, a weird what does it choice. add? You could have easily Flavor? just done it the other way. I don't know. It just adds a weird, like, oh. Like a, oh, I don't like him as That's much the now. guy? Yeah. Yeah. Strange. Anyway, but we'll get there. But either way, there's that there. connected to him, the baseball scene. Break it down. Why is it so iconic? Because people on, like, TikTok, it's a meme. on Twitter, it's I a know meme-meme. it is, but why? I think it has to do with the color. Oh, it's so blue. We didn't even talk blue. about that. Oh my god, the this cinematography. Whole this whole film, film has a blue filter on it. Yeah. There is no warmth. There is warmth no, in the, one scene. Remember a, when I was like, look, he looks like a human. Like oh, He looks yeah. like something that could care about a person. Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Love him. Um, yeah, but this like entire film has a blue filter on it. And it's something about the baseball choice. scene, it's just fucking funny. Because it was just like, how are we going to do this? <laughs> Stephanie's like, okay, it makes loud sounds. They're really fast. How do you make that perceivable to the human eye? Like, we put supermassive black hole on and we let it rip. And it works. I don't Alice know what does about the it weirdest, works. most unnecessary like pitch wind up. She's edgy. She's so cool. They in the book she's described more of as like kind of like a London punk aesthetic. Mm. She more like spikes out her hair, mm. but she's simultaneously like very um she's like kind of avant-garde. Oh, can I get a yum? Yum. She sounds cool. She's super cool. She's very attractive. Yeah, she's my favorite vampire. Your favorite vampire? Mm-hmm. She ain't no Jasper. <laughs> make, well, they're together, so Okay, so they count as one. They count as one power unit. couple. Yeah. Yeah, but the baseball scene is so weird. I don't know why it became a meme. It's probably just because that's probably the most fun that movie gets. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay. It's kind of out of left field. Pun like intended. We're just gonna, hey, hey, no. hey, 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 hey. We're just going to play baseball now for some reason. Oh, baby, don't you know I'm so <laughs> Oh, baby, can you hear it now? I don't know how the... Oh, it's very evident you don't know the song. <laughs> also, how does anyone score in that game? No one was scoring. Did they score? Rosalie got out. How I mean, you... in the book, there's multiple scores. Wow, like Quidditch. No. That's Wizards Chess. Oh my god, we're not doing Harry Potter. <laughs> no, definitely not. Never. What are other sports you want to see vampires play? Basketball? Oh, they made a launch in that thing. What's the one with the pole vault? Oh. Or a long they could jump? Go, a pole vault? They are. They would just use trees. They would, they would launch it out of the stadium, and then miles away, a man would be Catch impaled yeah. and tragically die from That's a right, random... They could only throw it into the ocean. So theoretically, are mermaids real in the Twilight universe? I mean, it opens up the door. Edward meets Mothman. Edward is Mothman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's, been, he's just been dressing up and messing with people. He is Batman. Oh! <gasps> 
Our bats. He finally gets to be a bat. Oh my god! Yeah, because he. Oh my god! We are because he wants that to be a bat so bad. Because when Carlisle turned him, he was like, "I get to be a bat now." And Carlisle's like, "I got some bad news Sorry, for you, but he's like, you should have let me die. God fucking damn it! Just let the flu kill me. You should, you should let the pandemic take me. Oh my god! No, I ain't wearing no mask. Do you think Edward was an anti-masker? To be Batman. Yo. (laughs) The irony of conservative thinking. But not covering the one part that would help him. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, he dresses as a bat because he can't become a bat. So he becomes a bat by dressing up as a bat. And he's the perfect vigilante because he can't die. He can't die. How do you think Batman takes all these hits and comes back? It's because he's he's undead. Because he's a vampire. Isn't there a comic? There is a comic. Okay, that's what I thought. (laughs) I was like, this sounds familiar. No, 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 no. This is an original idea by me. No one can take it. I'm doing a verbal copyright. Jesus Christ. Victor, do you have any questions for me? Do those exist? Verbal copyrights? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> if there's a way to sue somebody in this country, somebody's found a way to do it. I have it. a couple things that we could talk about. For one, you do have to talk about the soundtrack. Yeah. It's iconic. In my mind, you hate it. But oh, in my mind, well, here's it is the thing. pure let, let, gold. Let me hit you. Let me hit you with Please this. Please don't hit me. Oh, come on now. <laughs> okay, just a little a metaphor. A little, <laughs> a little snack. Let me let me hit you with some knowledge. Oh yeah, you're gonna I hit don't me know. with twilight knowledge. That's exactly come right. Come at me, bro. I'll get there. I'll get there. The soundtrack is highlighted by Paramore songs. Mm-hmm. Decode. Now that we're here. How did we get here? Here. Here. And the other one that I don't know the name of. Yeah. Are great. Fantastic. Because you like Paramore. Yeah. Every other song on the soundtrack <laughs> made me want to be ripped apart like James was mm, in the wow. film. Wow, that's high I was just slander. like, please, Alice, just pop my head off the top of a Yoo-Hoo. Yoo-Hoo. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I just couldn't get behind it. Supermassive Black Hole seems like such a joke song. It's in the baseball scene. And it's played during baseball. Yeah. And then every other song made me be like, wow. This I- is both. I my favorite soundtrack yep. is in the next film, mm, in New, New Moon, because it's all the sad shit, and oh, I am we'll oh, get to I'm it. nut for that garbage. Oh, I that love song? being sad. Robert Pattinson has songs. Two songs. What do you think? He's an okay vocalist. If he were to sing to me, I wouldn't complain. Okay, I have another question for you, yeah. though. Haley Williams, Robert Pattinson, I ship aka it so Robert Pattinson. Hard. I don't know why they never dated. That video. Oh my god. That was something. That huh? was tangible chemistry. There is a video out there. It was done by like MTV. Right? Yeah. Where Haley Williams and why can't I say her name? And Robert Pattinson talk about they the song. Each other. Yeah, they interview each other. And it legitimately feels like they're on a date. Yeah. And the chemistry is there. Oh my god. I'm like I Guys, could, do y'all need me to leave? That's some foreplay, honestly. Yeah. Just watch that video; it'll get it'll get the engine purring. They're so they're so playful with each other. They're so cute. Yeah, because Robert Pattinson. Well, and he, Robert genuinely likes Haley. Like oh, he I'm likes sure. her music. Yeah, you can tell he's trying to give he a not? genuine compliment. Like, well, Paramore's great. Now that we're here, he makes fun of the way she says "here." Yeah. In the song, and she says, and I quote. Now that I know that you like that, I'll think about it when I sing it. Can y'all just please just hug? Can I be invited into the room, please? <laughs> well, when's the wedding, guys? Oh Am God. I right? Anyways, here's the your breadsticks. That never happened. 
That we know of. That we know of. They may have gone on hey. a date, but... I mean, he was with K-Stu, right? Yeah, at this time, I think they were dating. Um, Did they get together immediately? Yeah, I think it was during film. Wow. During production, and then afterwards for like two years, and then... And then, oh she boy. She cheated on him. And then the things happened, and then, yeah. And then identities were discovered. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a minute, mm-hmm. you know? Good for her. Shouts out to K-Stu. Do you have a question for me? I do have a question for you. What is it? I was wondering if you could think of any fucking redeemable qualities of either Edward or Bella. <laughs> is there anything you like about either of those characters? Is there anything I like? In what sense do you mean like? Like anything <laughs> that's like, I think it's funny how they do this. Or like, I would hang out with this person because of X. <sighs> I would hang out with Edward because he doesn't sleep. And I think that's cool. Because then I'd always have someone who'd be down. The problem is, is that he's very not down yes. to do things, seemingly. So, like, Edward... And Edward, who's like a Sag... Yeah. Would be down. Yeah. That'd be sick, right? Oh, yeah. Because I'd always have someone to be like, Hey, man, you want to play some Paladins? He'd be like, yeah, I'm literally staring at a wall right now. Why hasn't he ever owned a nightclub? Right? Why didn't he, there's so many things that he could do. He could be a DJ. As I said, he's squandering the ability to just be the best streamer ever. He could do a 24-7, 365 for life stream. Then again, it would blow his cover. Yes. <laughs> but it'd be entertaining. It'd be like the Truman Show. And he has like perfect reflexes. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He'd he be a hell of a gamer. A He'd be a hell of a gamer. So that's what I would enjoy about him. But the thing is, I'm projecting this on him. So if I'm trying to answer your question seriously, that's a tough one. Because, I mean, Edward is funny because he's a dick. And that's like an old school type of humor. Yeah. It would have been hilarious in 2008. Yeah. I would have thought it was very funny, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I really don't. I mean, what does Edward do? Like I said earlier, what does he do? He just hangs. Just be moody. He just hangs. That's it. What does Bella do? He's a musician. Is he? Oh, he is. He plays in... He plays the piano. He's a composer. Oh, he made a song. We didn't mm. even talk about it. Do, Bella, do, 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 Bella do, do, on the do, other do, hand, do. I think I would like Bella just because she's quirky. You look quirky. You love, you love clumsy girls. Seems like a fun time, awkward and stuff. She's much more sarcastic in the books. Oh, see? Love it. She's a very ironic person. And she's shy, you know? Yeah. They I, was a, like I was a shy loser. Yeah. Yeah. They dumbed her down in the movies a lot. She's really? A, She's an intelligent person. Right. But they just made her like the klutzy bimbo. Needed the lamb to be saved by the lion. Ugh. I yeah, think I would, I think would like Bella more than Edward. Yeah, you'd probably be friends with her. Yeah. You're I'd cool. probably be friends with her too. I'd probably just be Bella's friend. I wouldn't want to hang out with Jessica because I hate Jessica. And Kendrick's character, yeah. Why do you hate her? Because she's just, she's one of those people in high school that just lives to talk drama and talk yeah. shit about other people. And I never got along with those kinds of people. I see that. So I would definitely like hang out with Bella. What about because Jasper? Because we're both like recluses. We would be like, we would be the friends that just sat in the same room on on our phones at the same time. And we'd be like, huh, what does uh, this mean? Look at this guy. I love hanging out with you. Me too. What about Jasper? I don't think I could. <laughs> I mean, he's cool. He just stare at you the whole time. He definitely, he gives that energy of like the, you know, that meme that's going around of like the hipsters that like are all about tame and paula and they're like he he has that energy of like oh yeah i saw them like when they were first coming up and it's like Mm -hmm. 
you, you know, oh yeah the beatles just, yeah i saw them live dog aren't you like 17 uh, uh i mean live on you just can't help but brag yeah about all this shit he's done <laughs> yeah oh Gosh. my god though can you imagine you get to experience like i know every that's what major I'm saying. historical you get to do event so many potentially things. yeah it's like the beginning of uh x-men origins wolverine yeah where it's just Wolverine and Sabretooth like, just like fighting in like every war. Yeah. Living a long life is definitely an adventure, mm-hmm. right? I have a question. Yeah. So there was a Twilight board game. <sighs> uh-huh. <laughs> that you owned. Yep. You remember what happened when we played it? You kicked my ass. Uh-oh. You watched See, the movies once you and was, you kicked my ass. You was ass talking that all that game. talk earlier. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> It's because you have, like, a fucking amazing memory. I pay attention to the deets. Yeah, do the, like, verbal details. You miss a lot what of What other details cues. are there? Well, I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that makes a lot of sense. I got the astigmatism. I got the catacorniosis or whatever the hell it's called. I got football the shape. The cornucopia. <laughs> <laughs> I got corneas the shape of cornucopias. Oh, my God. That yeah. is so scary. I'd be down to play that. You don't have that game anymore, huh? I donated it. To who? Anybody who would play with it. It's probably still there. It's probably still in the Goodwill. What do you think? You got anything else you want to talk about before we uh, no. head into the next section? I don't think so. Well, now that we got through all that, the podcast is show dependent. Yes. Why? Because we talk about things that we love and how they affect our lives, the relationship we have with them. Oftentimes, you watch something, you experience something, like a TV show, a film, and it changes you. You start acting different. You maybe become obsessed with the song or want to look like someone in the film. You change your entire wardrobe to look like not a main character, (laughs) uh, but instead a secondary character. And you literally get a haircut to look like Alice and you exclusively wear her choker for like two years straight. Yeah, it was a weird time in high school for me. (laughs) (laughs) honey i love you but you could not rock the pixie oh come on you don't think so facial (laughs) hair i forgot anyways you forgot that you had a beard i forgot what my face looked like oh god but these things they do change you they have an effect on your life and your relationship with them oftentimes you know could be for the better could be for worse Uh could just be a mutual thing right neutral but it can change so let's revisit I want to talk about our relationship with Twilight, the film, with for DJ, the film and the book. We watched it again. We've talked about it. Let me give you a little update about my relationship with Twilight. <clears throat> Honestly, now, you know, Twilight, it's kind of a film I never really expected to watch, to be honest. And then you started dating this cutie <laughs> over here. Mm, mm, this and tall I said, drink of water. There is no other option. You were watching this fucking movie because it know. was formative to me. All right. Is that guy's <laughs> name Billy Black? <laughs> <laughs> you know, now that I've seen it twice, and especially the second time, honestly, this film, I think, is super fun to watch. The first time I watched it was a few years ago. It was fine, you know, I thought it was okay. I didn't like hate it, but the first watch, I just really didn't like it that much. You know, I thought it was just a movie, a YA movie. I'm an adult man. Yeah, you are. What do I, <laughs> what do I really <laughs> get from it? Yeah, you're I just an thought adult it was whatever. Man. But on the second watch, 
Boy, I had a blast. I think I laughed more than TJ did. I was just like, oh, why did I? I was ever over like here smiling, movie? laughing. She's over there just like questioning why she even brought this into my life. Mm-hmm. But it was just so cheesy. It's so ridiculous. Talked about it multiple times. There are so many parts parts that just feels so genuine that again i don't think they were planned if for any reason the director the actors anyone involved in the franchise can tell me and confirm that that'd be awesome because i don't think that those things were planned if we were to reach out to somebody and get an answer out of anyone it would be kellen lutz i think that's how you say his name oh the actor that plays emmett because yeah. he openly like loves that he was involved with that project. Like two or three <laughs> days ago, else. two or three days ago, he posted on his Instagram page a, a shot of him in the film, and he was like, "Good times, good, good for times. him, good for him." Yeah, so maybe side we note, can reach out to him. Yeah, side note, real quick, that I guess does sort of feed into how I feel about this movie. But I love that Robert Pattinson fucking hates this movie. Yeah, and this franchise. Yep. <laughs> Robert detests his involvement in this because it's franchise. so funny when actors are like, "Oh yeah, that was shit." I did not enjoy that. Yep. Because so many times they have to be corporate and be like, yeah, you know, you know, we did our best. It was a good job. Uh, box office wasn't that good. Yeah. But like this was a super successful franchise. And he's just like, oh, I hate that. Mm-hmm. And like on the commentary for like the DVDs and stuff, doesn't he just like shit on it? I don't or is know it, Or is it like a watch along or something? I can't remember. Probably. But yeah, there's like footage of him actively shitting on his yeah, involvement. While he's watching it. Yeah, because he, and I get it, it, he was, it was, you know, really early in his career, but he just regrets this mm-hmm. franchise so much. And it's probably also tied to the romantic endeavors yeah, the and failures within that time frame as well. So there's probably not only resentment for the project, but resentment for that time. Could be, yeah. So. Either way, let me get back into it. But that does feed into it. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. And I do. Robert Pattinson's super cool. He's a fucking weirdo. Seems like a cool guy. Him. Oh my god. The toaster. The pasta the story. Pasta story. We'll have to <laughs> There's cover more that time. There's more time later. Later. But anyways, in this movie, was the acting good? Absolutely not. Some of the worst acting. But also kind of yes, if you take it like a B movie, because mm-hmm. then it makes sense that they're like overacting. It makes sense that they're like weird. If I break it down, break down my relationship with Twilight, the first film, I would put it like this. It went from a non-existent relationship to like an acquaintanceship, you Mm -hmm. know? I'm an acquaintance with Twilight. We can hang out, but it's only if DJ is there. Yep. Otherwise... You're not going to call up Twilight and be like, you want to hang? No, 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 no. I can't do that. We can hang out, but we'll just say a few words to each other in passing. Yep. You know, say, hey, what's up? I know who this is. He, We made eye contact. Let me say what's up to Twilight real quick. Say a couple words. The weather. Yeah, it's pretty hot. No, you it's know? raining. They're in the No, I don't think. All right, Twilight. We'll see you later. <laughs> but I don't, want, I don't want to hang out with Twilight one-on-one. Cannot be. Because if I did hang out with Twilight one-on-one, it would be super weird. It would just be me and Jasper just staring at each other in silence, just waiting for someone else to show up. And no one wants that. No. What's your relationship with Twilight? Uh, Break it down for me. Well, Break it down for us. Let me tell you, it's it's been something. Because you had a trip. I was obsessed. It was toxic. There was a point in my life where I was just like, nothing else matters. 
Yeah. I never thought I was going to be a vampire. <laughs> I you would know? hope not. You know, like I wasn't that delusional. There were some people that thought they were vampires, though. It was something. But no, it was more like I just got in a really negative headspace when I was watching these movies because my life was kind of reflecting the turmoil and like inner conflict that's portrayed in these films and books. And so I was just like, Mama, get me a bigger shovel. I'm going to dig this hole deeper. (laughs) Um, So I just kind of embedded myself much like a cicada. Oh. And I just buried myself in this lore and this universe because it it was like it was a coping mechanism, but it also like added some spice to my real life drama. And I was like, oh yeah, let's put like a blue tint on my life. I am living in the decode music video, and uh, yeah, that's it. Looking back, this second time watching it with Victor, I hated it. I hated watching this movie. You hated it? Yeah. Jesus. I was just like actively thinking about how dumb all of these characters are. (laughs) And I get it. They're teenagers. So in retrospect, like, yeah, you look back on your past decisions and like how hard you felt certain things. Right. And there's going to be some resentment there. And I think it'll change as we watch the other films. But this first one is so painful to take sober like Mm. i wish i would have had like a truly and (laughs) i would have just had a light buzz because it would have made it a bit more bearable but it's just so ludicrous and poorly acted and i was just like the only part that i liked really was like the baseball scene and the the realist scene in this entire movie was when charlie got his heart broken by bella oh yeah because as we get older like you know, it's like the classic thing of like, you start to realize like why your parents did certain things and what you start to get more of an adult perspective on right. things. Yeah. So like that moment was the best. It was the realest moment of the film because it was the most honest vampires bullshit aside. The relationships that matter are the ones that are going to come to the surface And that's, like, why I think that scene was so successful is because the actor who plays Charlie was being a dad. He was thinking about how hurtful that would be to have your daughter back and then have her immediately abandon you and somewhat claim that it was your fault. Oh, it's so hurtful and sad and just... it It was really well acted, at least on Charlie's part. Yeah. I mean, they did a good job. It was good. And it was it was under, you know, it was understated. There was no, I think that's probably why it was the most effective emotional scene. Because it was understated. Whereas, you know, you said like most of the tone of this film has been kind of like campy B movie yeah. level stuff. So they're overacting. Yeah. And then finally, like Charlie kind of brings us back down to like normal behavior in that moment. And it was like, oh, man. This fucking sucks. Because she's like so desperate to get away from him, he thinks, that she's going to like, she has to get out of there right that second. Mm -hmm. And it makes him feel like he's not worthy, not only of his ex-wife, who he still loves, but his own daughter can't love him either, which is really heartbreaking. That, That was like the best, like serious moment of the film. But in the same breath, 
this movie's fun. And there's no denying that. Like, Mm-mm. it's a good time. It's a good time. And I said it in the beginning. It's definitely, like, looking back in your yearbook and being like, why did we do that? <laughs> woof. Big woof. Mm-hmm. Not good. Yeah. Well, what would you give it then as your relationship? Where was it before? We, before... I mean, totally. I was just macking on Twilight. Complete codependent relationship. Or show dependent. <laughs> yeah, but before I was like doing some heavy petting with Twilight. Oh, mm. In like. Over the shirt? Under the shirt. Whoa. Yeah. Second base? Oh, yeah. Is that what that is? I don't know. I don't know what the bases are. I don't know. Nobody knows. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) Even the vampires who play baseball don't know what the bases are. Now the relationship is like when you see somebody you vaguely knew in high school in Uh the supermarket. Uh And you try your damn hardest not to make eye contact. And you go down the wrong aisle on purpose. So you don't have to look or talk to this person. Wow. So you're like avoiding it now. And you know what's funny? My parents love these films. (laughs) And I wanted to bring it up because I think it is so funny. Anytime it rains or gets gloomy, my parents are like, we got to watch Twilight. (laughs) It's a seasonal film for them. It is something. My parents literally watch Twilight more than I do. They watch it at least once a year. At least. That's crazy. They love these movies. It's so funny. My obsession bled into my family and it became a tradition of sorts. And they adopted it. Do you have anything else to say about it? Don't let your young daughters or young sons read this book. <laughs> don't let them read it. What about Midnight Sun? No, not until they're 20. Just don't oh. let them read these, this, these books. Just watch the movies. Yeah, just watch the movies. There's nothing the wrong. You get way too into the headspace of Bella, which is really, really dark, especially in New Moon. Um, But don't let young kids read these books. It does not provide a healthy um, portrayal portrayal of um, what... (laughs) Portrayal. 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 Dracula. um, Of what love is or should be. If I could go back and tell myself this is going to fuck up your mental state a bit Uh-oh. and you're gonna have to recover for a while Uh oh um i would do that and i would wait i probably would never read these again as an adult to be mm. honest because now in retrospect i'm like hmm, this is bad yeah <laughs> but it's still fun and I, it's not that i regret it it's just that now i you know hindsight it's um definitely not a realistic thing I and who would have thought that a book about vampires would be unrealistic. Regardless of how your relationships change, it has provided us a kicking off point. Not only for this podcast, but also for this little mini-series we have. Because, yes, next episode, we will do Twilight New Moon and... I'm going to let you struggle. Hold on now. Hold on now. I remember thinking, because Twilight, yes, and then New Moon, because that's the moon. And then after Moon comes, oh God, the sun? It is the relationship between the sun and the moon and the earth. Oh, what? Gravity? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, yes, the third book in the franchise, Gravity. Twilight Gravity? Eclipse, dear. Oh, yeah. 
Next episode, we're doing New Moon. We're doing Eclipse. And then the episode after that, we the are covering... The miniseries finale will be Breaking Dawn Breaking Part Dawn. 1 and Part 2. But either way, anyone out there, if you want to get in contact with us, follow us. This should be available on all podcast streaming platforms. Drop a like. Hit the follow. And you can support us not only here, but also on our social medias. Mm-hmm. From my own personal Twitter, at Victor V. Sweet, and my Twitch... Twitch.tv forward slash Victor V Sweet. Oh, yeah. We do co-op games together. Oh, it's a fun time. We cry. We feel the emotions. <gasps> I cry a lot. DJ, where can they find you? Everywhere. I'm everywhere. Um, No, I'm just really on Twitter. You can find me at DJ Vivich. Imagine that. Fantastic. On Twitter. And then you can follow us on Instagram at yes. ShowDependentPod. On Twitter, on Instagram. It's the same name on both. ShowDependentPod. I hope you've enjoyed our first ever episode of the Show Dependent Podcast. We're going to continue talking about films, TV shows, video games, games, songs, albums, albums, books, literally anything that has had any influence in our life. Mm -hmm. We will cover. Time to wrap it up. So I hope y'all enjoyed. We need a sign off. Yep. How are we going to do it? I just thought of an idea. Hit it. You know how we love White Christmas? Ooh, yeah. And you know how they go? Snow. Snow. We can go show. 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 Dependent. Dependent. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy hold the on. things you love. Hold on tight, Spider Monkey. Oh, no. We're out of here. Goodbye. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs>